Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Ghost in the Machine, a D&D live play about memory, identity, magic, and politics. I am your host, Matthew Foreman, an illustrious Dungeon Master. We are joined by our usual cast of the folks. You can see their beautiful faces now. Say hi, everyone. Hi, everyone. Hi, hi everyone. Oh, boy. Oh, no. I'm just going to... I'm well, before we get started with our uh, roundtable recap, just uh, be sure to remember our friends at Animal Helper. It's a 501c3 located in New Orleans. They help special needs animals. Those are animals that suffer from long-term chronic health conditions, animals that have been uh, severely abused, and they get the medical care, find them good homes, and they do the good work. And in that process of uh, finding animals, they also help people, because people need companionship, and doggos, and kitties to love and hold. Um, thank you, Salty K, for resubscribing. Woo! Yeah. So, man, my hair's going crazy. Um, <laughs> what other things would we like to announce and talk about, folks? Uh, tomorrow is Matthew's birthday. Yeah. And so, I'm going to run a Teldora one-shot. Woo-hoo! Oh, look. Let's make it more crooked. It's crooked! Sing the heart. <laughs> it is. I am turning yeah. 25 for the sixth time in my life. <laughs> I'm, I'm 31 years old tomorrow. It's going to be my birthday. That's right. Yep. yep. I'm really looking forward to playing Taldori. It's going to be our usual. Are we having any guests? I don't think so. No. Usual cast. The folks you see around just in different chairs. The beautiful yeah. yeah. It was a little short notice decision, so yeah. it's hard to get guests, but... You know, I think we, we are had, plenty. We had Chris Perkins this close to coming, but he, oh, he had yeah, to call off. Yeah. And then we tried Mercer, but he's like, "Oh, I don't think I'm big enough for this show." Right. <laughs> he's so. intimidated by that. He's, <laughs> he says, "All that talent in one room." Oof. We would have called it between the mats. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, yeah, no, that wouldn't be intimidating at all to run Tell Dory in front of Matt Mercer. <laughs> Please let's never do that to I'm me. Ju- I'm judging you. He's in the chat shit posting the whole time. <laughs> uh, actually, that's not right. That's okay. Alexis, you suck. Um, Just spend the entire night crying in front of the camera. Weeping in your beard. Um, but we, yeah, I'm really excited. It's going to be a lot of fun, and uh, well, we're we're going us. to yeah, we're gonna we're gonna get to celebrate Matt's birthday in D and D style. So, yep. tune in tomorrow at seven, central. Um. Oh yeah. Well, I was gonna say the Discord is picking up. We already yeah. have a couple submissions for. Um, NPCs, so keep a lookout for any kind of wild and weird NPCs that are showing up um, in the next couple episodes. And try to see if they come from Discord. Join Discord today to catch up on all the latest news and chat with the cast and me. And yeah. Um, is that all of our announcements, folks? I think so. Alrighty, so let's begin the roundtable recap, talking about what we remember from oh, this show. Sorry. No, go ahead. Uh, our podcasts are available on Apple now. Oh, yeah, cool. Yep. So if you're an Apple, so, folk, yeah, if you're an Apple you fan, that is true. We just got approved. And there'll be new podcasts up this weekend. <laughs> Sweet. So, yeah. Working hard on getting our whole library as available as many formats as possible. Correct. So let's start our roundtable recap then. What? Who, who remembers what from last episode? Hit me with it, guys. I remember being hit on by... Uh, the Paladin by Francis. Yes. And it throwing uh, justice for a loop. It was all going over his head. <laughs> yes, that's, that's right. That's right. Political. He was talking about how you were made so 
so smooth and so clean. <laughs> and he he uh, he found us as we were feeding a bunch of uh, hungry um, people Be- in right. the in Shadeville. Shade. Yeah. I said that right, right? Impressing them with our defeat of the Bahir and saving them That's all. right, that's right. Like Talking did. about our exploits as the prism. Mm-hmm. That is how he stumbled upon you. Then you guys made your way back to the king, right. uh, Carlisle Amistad, and had a little chat. Yeah, because Francis our... expertly uh, negotiated with her. Yeah, <laughs> held person in place. <laughs> and uh, Francis ended up coming up with us beyond the umbel door to look for his sister. Right. Maybe. Vera. Vera. Me. Mm-hmm. What do you mean, maybe? Inside check. Yeah, evidently uh, there was some discussion on whether he was actually going for his sister or because his lord wanted something from beyond the umbrella. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. maybe. She maybe. was kind of hinting at that. That's not the name of his sister. His name is Sister with Sarah. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> this is Arrested Development. Oh, no. Maybe. Why do you think he wanted Weird. his sister? Insight. Um, I also remember that throwing me totally for a loop uh, after we had a failed attempt to get our way past the front gate <laughs> Selena <laughs> locked her way in Acing about the, the, the druid the druid uh, interest in the volcano mm-hmm. which was with fantastic. the amoral all, and corrupt gate, great master correct. all five of us and not just myself all of us all five of us or when the rolls roll they roll and then, and then we somehow those, snuck the Those rolls continued to be amazingly in our favor somehow. <laughs> and we just made it all the way through so into the freaking temple so, but to the treasure room, found some magma to, to release Mr. Bones' spirit, and Did now it. we're so about to die. So the thing that makes this amazing is that the only non-dwarves in the city are slaves. Yeah. So for five non-dwarves, some of them in shiny armor and carrying weapons, to make it all the way through the city completely unmolested, mm-hmm. past all of the dwarves in the temple, and being told exactly which temple to mess with. Mm-hmm. That was handy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And that's a thing we did. We, we got a bit lucky. Yeah. How many platinum were in that uh, uh, treasure room that even None. though we discussed not there was taking, no platinum. There someone was not took them gold. <laughs> there was a There's, lot of gold. There was .95 platinum. <laughs> They're also going <laughs> to... That is not how... This <laughs> there was a bunch of golds. And... I also we also may have defied the demon of the volcano. I'll find oh, out. man. To bring in Marissa. We're excited. Who is the goddess of this world? She is a goddess of this world. Uh, so that was a very successful and fruitful episode in a, in a kind of circuitous path that took them up into the engine, the eleventh engine, where they are now confronting Furnace, the Umber Guard and Stoker Brun, with Vera's life hanging in the balance. In the last few moments, they saw the completion based on the certain roles and certain things that happened. Uh, they saw the end of a ritual which forced this kind of primordial shadow energy of pure hatred and anger into the the uh, this metal carriage of this dragon, which then animated to life, and they have now brought forth the Umber Guard of the 11th engine. Uh, I'm going to need you all to roll initiative. Yeah, I have a lot you might say. Do we have the surprise round? Okay. I feel like we do the surprise round. Have such a surprise round? Uh, is anyone giving us advantage? <laughs> no, that's not how this Wrong works. edition. 
Yeah, should be. Don't be crouching. Is the music on? Yeah. Or? It is. I haven't started oh, okay. it yet. Glorious. I mean, it's not on is what I mean. Okay. But I will turn it on eventually. <laughs> so. Stop that. <laughs> uh, 2520. Goodness. 2015. 17, please. 15 for Gilly. Oh, goodness. Okay, so I always, almost always roll single digits. 15 to 10. 13. 13 also for Francis. So, really, yes. But Sub has the higher depth. Correct. I do. 10 to 5. <coughs> 5 to 1. Oh, Zero. sorry. I'm, I, I messed up. 6. Okay. I rolled a 3. <laughs> I was thinking 3 because I have 3 plus 3. 6. Well, you're not last, so that's something. Wow. Look at that. The lava, the magma. The magma. <laughs> no, that's on 20. I can guarantee Shit. it. Shit. <laughs> Freaking layer action. Layer action. No, there's no way this magma is any sort of environmental hazard. Um, so Not how whatsoever. far are we from Vera, give or take a little bit? Would somebody measure that with a stick? So Sevilius is 55 feet. You are 60 yeah. or so, 60. That's fine. Alrighty, so as you guys kind of uh, come on in and you witness this scene, um, I believe you guys are you guys are technically still hidden. Were you yeah. guys still under Pass Without a Trace? We were. Uh, we snuck in. Yeah. So um, he actually doesn't see you. Um, he but he is. We just, just slowly walk back out. <laughs> so you guys have just arrived. You have maybe like six, twelve seconds before Furnace or something sees you. What are you guys doing? Uh, on my turn, if I have surprise round, I'm going to attack him. All right, so then we'll say this is a surprise round. Selena, it's your turn. Ooh. Oh, I am unprepared. Um, <laughs> okay. So Stoker, Brond is no longer surprised. He got an initiative 20. Selena, it's your turn. Oh, so we just watched magic happen. Yep. Mm-hmm. Can I cast dispel magic and see what happens? Uh, yeah, sure. I have 120 oh, feet. On what are you casting dispel magic? Uh, the... Okay, so my options are the dragon skeleton full of things. Yeah, the met- yeah, the the, yeah. the magic circle mm-hmm. on the floor. Yep. Or Vera herself. Yep. Or Stoker Brown. Yep. Which which Stoker? He's the dwarf that's leading this whole thing. Would I know what the weakest link is? I would say you you know that you can't just deanimate constructed creatures unless they're like a temporary little thing. Like, hey, I made this cup dance or whatever. I would say the magic circle might free Vera or. or um, casting on Vera might help her. Stoker Brun doesn't have any obvious big enchantments or anything. What are you doing? I am going to cast it on the magic circle and hope it doesn't backlash. Nice. Alrighty, go ahead and roll it. It's roll 1d20 and add your wisdom modifier. And I'm going to start the music here. It might be pretty loud. <laughs> like I said, it might be pretty loud. 15 plus 4. 19. So you see this kind of whip go out. And as it hits the shadowy energy of this seal. Is that steel? Let me check here. Yeah, that's going to work. No, I don't think so. You see the seal, which has this kind of purple, um, aberrant, uh, uh, undead energy. It goes, and the shadows disperse everywhere, and it turns into a white metal seal. A great kind of thing. Like a manhole cover. A really big 
ritualistic manhole cover. Okay. You seem to have dispelled some sort of effect. Oh no. Yeah. Oh no. Excellent. Anything you'd like to do with your bonus action? I don't know. I've just released everything. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to end poorly. Um, um, Hex is a bonus action. I'm gonna Hex Stoker. Alright, bonus uh, action Hex. Uh, P probably cast Magic with Wisdom. You're guessing Wisdom or Prisma, probably. Wisdom. We'll do okay. Wisdom. Alright. Disadvantage on his perception checks and wisdom and stuff. Okay. That is your turn. Not moving? Oh, no. I shouldn't have done that. Okay. You're, you're kind of already said I'll give you one yeah. freebie. Oh, I should have done the dragon on strength. So can't you can't grab us. You can. That's okay? Yeah. Okay. Dragon on strength. Everyone gets one mulligan. <laughs> <laughs> and you kind of thought of it right away. Um, I keep losing my marker tonight. So uh, he might not grab us. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We'll sure. see. Uh, sh- 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 Selena, Gilly, it's your turn. Ugh. Uh, okay. So, I will cast. Huh? I'm thinking it might be better if I cast that on him, though. You have no time to discuss what you're doing with Sibelius. Okay. <laughs> Okay, 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 okay. Um, what do you do? Yep, yeah, I'm gonna cast Greater Invisibility on Civilius. Alrighty. Civilius, you are invisible. And attacks have disadvantage against you that rely on sight, yada yada yada. Your attacks have advantage. And then I'm going to, with my bonus action, I'm going to give an inspiration to. Uh, I'll give an inspiration to Francis, our newbie. Alrighty, Francis gets a D8 inspiration? Question mark? Yes. Alright, that's your turn. The same thing she would do if he were here. So, yep. Sevilius. Alright, so, um, the big round things that are like right in front of us what are those is that like just they're vents floor still or vent? they're, they're can I like move over them or you can try huh? okay um I mean if there's edges to like skirt around where the actual vent is yes or, okay uh I just didn't want to you just don't want to end your turn correct got it uh, so first off and foremost, I will um, bonus action to blades on. All right. Um, I will then sprint forward and attempt to jump over the five foot thing of magma there and skirt around the vents um, to move up um, right here. Your jump distance is eight feet. Yeah, I think so. Right. I can tell you in a moment. So what is it? It's so go ahead and roll um, athletics, buddy. Could I do acrobatics? Since sure. I'm in Blade Song right now. Sure. Which means I have advantage. You can parkour this. I'll allow parkour. Yeah. Uh, twelve. Uh, fifteen. All right, you get across it. Perfect. All right, so I'm going to go up next to between Vera and Stoker. All right. And like that. Uh, yeah, but like one over. Perfect. Um, I am going to grab Vera. Yeah. 
Um, and then thunder step away. <laughs> and then thunder step back to where we started. All right. Because that is a 90-foot teleport range. Perfect. <laughs> so we're going to go ahead and roll constitution saving throws for these guys. Uh, so dark is the ember, is the stoker bronze. Uh, uh, DC. They both fail. One and three <laughs> on the dice. Oh, yeah. three, nice. Three D10. Nice. Uh, it takes seven points of damage because I rolled almost minimum on the thunder stuff. A thief of joy, to be sure. But that is fine. I accomplished my mission of getting her the fuck out of there. Yeah, so with bravery... <laughs> and I am greater invisible still. Yep. Correct. So. No, and you didn't get sucked in because there was no magic circle. Correct. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, things would have happened. <sighs> It's a circle of paralysis, that is. Oh, and other wow. things. Worked out pretty well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's and, a good call. <laughs> and other things. Um, all right, so, all right, all right, all right, all right. Civilius, so you rush forward with decisiveness. You grab your like, here, take my hand. And this uh, half-orc uh, little girl looks at you, and she's like, okay. Well, and she doesn't, because I'm not visible. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so she just feels something like grab her, and she, you could just see her. She's a kind of artificer. And I'll so say, like, I'm with Francis. Come with me. She's like, anything's better than this. And with a zoom, it blasts forward, and they take they get rocked a little bit by the damage. Uh, Francis's turn. Francis is being piloted by Alexis tonight. Yeah, Francis is going to cast Warding Bond on Vera. Okay. Is she within range? Yeah, within touch. Oh, well, I guess... Sorry, I didn't realize he was on that side. Uh, He said back to where he started, so... Yep. I guess he'll... mm -hmm. Can he jump? Do you want him to jump? He can make the jump easily. Yeah. His athletics is good. And cast... Cast warding bond on her. Alrighty. And... She's protected by warding bond. Yeah. Oh... Oh yeah, that's a that's a whole action. Okay. Yep. And then bonus action wise, I don't think he's got much. Alrighty. So. Do you, do you want to move up? Do you want to move anywhere else? You got 15 feet left. He'll take a defensive stance, like uh, one foot up. Okay, perfect. Is that that's just a map feature? That's not like. No, that's, that's the vent. Okay, then yeah, then no, down here. That's. I was making sure that I remembered that right as soon as I was like, oh, right. Justice, there. it's your turn. <laughs> um, I'm going to uh, use my uh, prodigious movement to, to hop over that five-foot gap so we're not all quite so clustered up. So mm-hmm. I'm just going on to the other platform five, to the right. 10, 15. Yep, and then I'll go like that. Yep. Uh, and then I'm going to toss two daggers, uh, zip-zap daggers, at him. I have advantage, and if dis- I th- he's beyond 20 feet. You'd have disadvantage. Oh, okay. So you know, okay, yeah. so I will move up. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to 5, 10, 15, get you there. 20, 25, then 30. Let, where are you going? <laughs> yep, yeah, yeah, until I'm in range. 30. So uh, with my 20 square, within 20 squares, I'm on. Great. Let me do this from counting. I will say you leap over. So, okay. Perfect. It, yep. All right. So he's uh, not surprised. He already had his turn. 
Correct. So um, you just have a, you don't perfect. even have advantage. There's no reason you would have advantage. You're not going before him. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. And uh, apologies, but there is the dragon back yeah. in the back. Yep. Okay. Um, and quick question about the features of the area. Is there any, like, uh, with the magma and all the shadows being cast, is there anything that would be construed as, like, dimness? Oh, uh, no, I'd say it's fairly bright in here. Okay. Um, all right. So uh, I will move to with, I'm within my range increment of the dragon. 45. What's your move up, movement up? 45. To? Okay, you're 35 feet away. Would you like to use your bonus action to dash? Uh, yes. 5, 10, 15, 20. Uh, you can be one more. Where do you want to be, dude? Uh, just as, as soon as I'm within range of okay. him. I can't see where he's at um, off the map. So, okay. Um, so uh, he, he is surprised. Anyone who's not me can feel freedom. Perfect. So he is surprised. Yep. Okie dokie. Um, I'm going to uh, toss my dagger at him twice. Okay. All right. Uh, with my advantage on the first one, that is a 27 to hit, or 26 to hit. Um, and then my second attack is 19 on the dice, but that one was cocked. Uh, 19 and 17. So two hits, both are auto crits. Yep. So first hit is uh, no hex on him. So I'm going to just roll the dice and then double it for the first one. Yep, and then add your modifier after. Correct. So that is 34. 38 points of damage on the first hit against the dragon. Mm -hmm. um, and then on the second attack, uh, I'm not getting sneak attack, but I still get zip zappiness. Um, oh, but they are both criticals, so that would be seven. One second. Okay. Uh, and that'll be uh, 18 points of damage on the next attack. Damn. All right. 18, yeah? Yeah. So with two sli uh, the slices, slashes of the zip back there, zoom, tsh, tsh, sparks fly, two decisive strikes. Um, all right, you did quite a bit, quite a lot of damage. Nice. Alrighty, is that your turn? Uh, that was yep. my. Unless I have any movement left, I will start moving away. <clears throat> 30, 35, 40, 40, 45. Where do you want to be? Diagonally away from the vet. There you go. Okay. All right, Furnace's turn. Furnace is surprised. They were intent on completing this ritual. Uh, no one had alerted them on your approach because you guys were completely unseen. Um, and, um, well, here we are. At the top of the round, initiative count 20, most of the lair actions have been disabled. <laughs> Only one remains. So you see... These vents go, and there's just kind of this burbling. And anywhere where the vents are, there's this massive jet of uh, magma <laughs> and fire shoot out from them. There is a kind of slight rain down. You take five points of fire damage. Okay. Does, uh, Francis does Francis anyone? Like sorry, anyone adjacent just takes five points of fire damage. Right, if you're standing on the vent, it's more. Uh, I can imagine. <laughs> <laughs> Just a tiny bit more. A tiny bit more. But yeah, there's this kind of rain down you guys. Yeah. 
Initiative count uh, 20, then, is also Stoker Brund. Stoker Brund. Oh, seems we have a little bit of an insurrection. Aye. What an, op- what an excellent opportunity to test out uh, the Umber Guard. Oh, Furnace, darling. Are you hungry? Ha, ha, ha. You ain't got no stomach. <laughs> I like this guy. But she has an appetite for destruction. <laughs> and you can see fire erupt from his eyes as well as shadow as he swells in size. Oh, fucking Durger. Oh, no. (laughs) Big boar. This action. Boar, you. Five, ten, fifteen, fifteen. Oh, what do we have here? Okay, keep him on the vent. <laughs> yeah, that's not going to do anything to him. He's immune to fire. <laughs> um, One can only hope. Uh, but then he just stares at you, because that's his whole turn. Uh, actually, with his bonus action, you see his 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 uh, massive two-handed maul that he's wielding light on fire. <laughs> and he gets ready to take a swing. Selena, it's your turn. Oh, God. Uh, guys? Should we just run? We have my sister! <laughs> Francis says. <laughs> it's my job. Sorry. Uh... <laughs> ah! I don't feel like dying. Okay, how far away is Stoker at the moment from where I am? 30 feet! Okay. Oh, fuck dragon. yes. Okay, we're gonna frostbite this bitch. All right. Can you make a constitution saving throw? Please do. <laughs> you broke Alexis. Eleven. Yeah, that doesn't make it. <laughs> so roll, I believe, 2d6 fr- uh, frost cold. I do. We're gonna do a green one and a blue one. And then he has disadvantage on his next weapon attack roll. Yeah, he does. That would be eight cold damage. All right. Okay, I don't want to track it in two places. Come on. Silly right? me, silly me. Yeah, silly. eight cold damage. For sure. Perfect. All righty. So with your action, <sighs> Frost coalesces around his form, and you can see that fire that soon erupted dampens a little as this kind of little shell of ice forms around it. Does he take extra damage from that? He doesn't, but he's not resistant. But that was, no, never mind. I take that back. Um, I'm excited about that. Um, <laughs> do, 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 do. Thank God for not all the Okay, and everyone's still okay. Mm-hmm. We don't need any healing. Not yet. Okay, well then, nope. I'm just gonna stand here. Alrighty. That's funny. Um, uh, Gilly, it's your turn. So, yeah. Gilly is going to try to cast Charm Person on Stoker Brond. Okay. It fades. It, it fizzles. Damn. Okay. Yeah. It was a, it was a try. You, Gilly doesn't know anything about Durger. It's not the Durger thing, but yeah. It, it, or, you, or anything. You, you cast a spell and you, he just looks over. Afraid not, darling. There's not much of me left that's human. No. So he's considered large, right? <laughs> yes. Great. Okay. He is large. And the Umber Guard is um, a huge. Huge. So, in that case, I guess, bonus action wise, she's just gonna get, uh, 
Cloaky out mm-hmm. and say, just keep me out of the magma. <laughs> <laughs> Every fight, Cloaky's sole purpose. Hey, it saved your ass. <laughs> yep, it's not a stupid thing to do. It's not. Cloaky gets a nine. <laughs> Cloaky beat you on initiative justice. <laughs> How? What's it like to suck? <laughs> I just want to know. I read your autobiography. <laughs> it's a different kind of sucking entirely. That's your turn. I'm so doing it's all wrong. my turn. Alright, um, I will, uh, bolt back up there so I can start tanking the dragon. Okay. Um, I will try to make that jump again. Yep. Acrobatics with advantage, I think. Yep. Uh, 15 again. Okay. 15, 20, 25. Uh, so I will move up to my full 40, which is... Oh, you're moving yourself? I can. Okay. I believe it's right there. It was one more down, I think. Was it? Yeah. Should be. Yep. 40. Perfection. Okay. Oh, our things were showing two different things. That's weird, but it's right here. It definitely is. I yeah. got it. Okay, that's fine. That's weird. I, I I can't get up to him on my turn anyways. Okay. Did so you want to dash, or what do you want to do? What do you uh, do? No, I've got another thing I'm doing. Okay. Here. Okay. Uh, so I will be casting. Is it fireball? No, Sorry. it's not, because it would be a terrible idea. Um, I am going to cast a fire shield on myself. Yeah. Okay, but as a cold shield. Okay. Uh, or... Yeah, whatever one gives me fire resistance. Cold, cold so does cold, cold damage, shield. fire resistance. Fire yeah, shield, fire damage, right. cold resistance. Yep, so I gain a shield of frost just as wrapped around thing. me. Yeah. Oh, oh, I like mine. And then I prep myself and like point my sword at the dragon menacingly. Against so that <laughs> Stay frosty. Right. Roll, <laughs> roll performance. <laughs> You're invisible. I forgot I was invisible. <laughs> 12. Yeah, you're invisible. <laughs> yeah. That'll uh, stop it. <laughs> Francis! I got his attention, guys. Francis. Uh, mm, Francis is going to use his movement to get... If he jumps and jumps again, can he get to, like, on the other side of where Justice is? Yeah, he can jump as much as he likes. Okay. Uh, He's really strong. He will do that. 10, 15, 20, 25. So, like, about here? Yeah. Okay. So then And he will... <laughs> Half-orc paladin. He will cast Compelled Duel on Stoker Brond as a bonus action. Is that a wisdom saving throw? It is. Is it concentration? It is. Is Warding Bond? Uh, no. Okay. Warding Bond is not. Thank you. Warding Bond lasts an hour. Uh, Stoker Brond, I believe... Makes it. 17. Okay, no, yeah. 20. 20 yeah, it definitely makes yeah. that. Okay, tried that, but it's going to make it, uh, his two attacks with his longsword. All so right. I'll just... The light, the blade of sun. So... Sunblade. The first one is a 13. Miss. Yeah. And then the second one, the second one is a 22. 22 hits! All right. He's going to put in a... Oh, let's see. He cast that spell. He's going to put in a... Third level smite. All right, so four d8. It's x plus one. Dump it. You said Dump four d8. Yep. Um. Because what is it? An extra die against undead. So you're gonna do. So roll. Your, so your weapon damage is as a long. Look at me. Yes, I'm looking. So the long sword is one d8 when it's one handed because he's got a sword and shield. Yep. You're gonna add four d8 for smite normally for okay. a third level spell slot, and then you're gonna add one more d8 because of the sun blade and one more d8 because he's undead. 
Oh my god. Gene with the eights. No, I'm good. So you. that's so. yeah, that's one, four, five, bum. six, seventy-eight. Bum. Seventy-eight plus weapon bum, damage. Bum, plus bum. Yeah. Seventy-eight <laughs> plus strength yep. plus two. Hot. That's what I thought. Yeah. I had seven in my head too. That's bad. Okay, oh my god. are murder machines with smite. It's yeah. insane. And yeah, and they're great support characters. Yeah. I'm so glad no one here is playing a paladin <laughs> yet. I'd have to have thrown two bay hairs at you guys to make it challenging. <laughs> when we all die, inevitably we should all become I promise. Yeah. Sarcasm. <laughs> we should do a paladin party for a one job. The pally so party. It's Yeah, considering that I used 30, all of my healing spells left. 34 points of radiant damage. Hot. That's very hot. That's very hot. All right, hot. so with one, and then he has a second attack? The first attack missed, so that oh, was the second right, attack. Oh, that's right, perfect, thanks. So with a, we see this blade that it is a long sword, but is handled with a great deal of finesse. Not so much by Francis, but you can see this kind of very light energy to it. It's literally composed of light. And he just comes smashing down and a huge blast of radiant energy erupts. Stoker Brown goes, oh, not one of you assholes. <laughs> All right. Cloakie's turn. Cloakie is going to grapple you and fly you 20 feet up. Oh, wow. Cool. Keep you out of lava. And from getting melee attacked. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully. Good, and then he's going to drop you in the lava. Cloaky, oh. <laughs> I healed you. Everybody got hurt. Why didn't you free me like Mr. Bones? Okay. There's no lava here. <laughs> <laughs> please, not. It's all in your mind. Justice! Uh, <clears throat> Alright, so seeing Stoker Braun right adjacent to me and my ally right adjacent to me, mm -hmm. I'm going to make two attacks on him. I do not have advantage, but I can get sneak attack. Yep. Um, so I'm just going to roll both attacks simultaneously. And he is close to me, so what is the passive ability that the park pilot Plus two saving throws. Okay. Alright, that is a two on the first dice. Uh, does a 21 hit him? Hit 21 hits. Alright, sweet. So. Slash at him low, then slash high, um, and get him, and so I get at least one sneak attack. Um, I'm not going to include hex damage. That'll be... 18 plus 4 is 22 points of damage. So I slash out on with the light, uh, lightning blade and do 22 points of damage. 22! And then I'm going to use my bonus action to disengage. Disengage, yeah. Uh, and I'm just going to... Uh, actually, no, no. I'm going to stay right where I'm at because I feel better having Francis there. All right. What are you doing with your bonus action? Um, I'm going to use... Uh, stupidly, I am going to use... Uh, I'm going to use bonus action just to get one more hit in on him. All right. Roll. I will save my hex for the beginning of the next turn. That is a 15 on the dice, so that will become a 15 plus... A 23. 23 hits. Ten points of damage. Stoker Brund is... Oh, actually, uh, I apologize. Ten, nine points of damage. Stoker Brund is bloodied. Yeah. He's at half health. Smites, buddy. So just roundhouse kick him to the face. <laughs> so yeah, you just... And then whack! And uh, yeah, he's not looking too hot. His, his eyes roar with fire and light. He's good. Makes his constitution saving throws for maintaining the thing, and then he gets a 38, and he's good. Got 19 on the die. Alright, that is your turn. Mm -hmm. Furnace's turn. Oh no! You can see the massive metal um, dragon start to lumber forward. 
Uh, rather than these, um, what would be simple claws, you can see these, they have these kind of articulated whir, whirring blades as feet that just kind of spin as, as she walks. That's cool. It's like a walking blunder. This is a room, though. They made a room to clean no, up. No, 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 no. Mm-hmm. So Furnace is named Edward, huh? Pretty much. Okay. She oh, is going man. to... Battlebots has gotten really extreme in Edda. Because <laughs> she can't I see say... I would say she's going to fly about right here. I need Sevilius, Francis, and Justice to make dexterity saving throws. With a plus two for you. Mm-hmm. Because you're in his aura. Perfect. Yeah, that's a failure. Oh no. Are you rolling for Francis? Oh, yes. Thank you. 20, Matt, with the plus two. Oh. 20 with the plus two. Dexterity save. Five with the plus zero. Alrighty. 20 uh, with 10, the plus two. 10, 10. Francis. So, Francis and Sevilius. <laughs> You are now vulnerable to fire damage. Oh! Okay, so I'm normal fire damage. You are vulnerable and resistant at the same time. So the oil, <laughs> same the thing oil, then, huh? the oil, yeah, the oil okay. sprays forward from this uh, dragon's uh, chest. There's just like this. Oh no! You can see Stoker Brund. It covers him and bites <laughs> off. Um, and. Um, Justice, you just dodge it. You're like, no thanks. <laughs> ski, 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 ski. Uh, that is Furnace's turn. Top of the round, we have the lair actions. Oh no. Uh, Justice, Francis, you take five points of fire damage. So. So Francis takes ten and then takes half, which is five. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So that was the lair action. Stoker Brun's gonna go. Stoker Brund. He's going to take one swing at Francis and see how that goes. Okay. <laughs> He's still got his thing. Does he have the disadvantage from the frostbite? He sure does, buddy. 13 and then a 5. Uh, he is going to miss. <laughs> He's going to miss uh, with a 12. Okay. And then his second swing, I guess, will just be at Justice. He's going to do one and then the other, so I guess he'll... Oh, yes. So, Sentinel attack is a reaction. <laughs> okay, yeah, sure. Yeah. Fuck him up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, 21. Hit. Yeah. Can he or can he not pour in smite on does, his reaction? It, does it say on your turn? If not, you're good. And I believe it's you can. Yeah. <laughs> Any attack you make. Yeah, go ahead. Not, go ahead and roll. It's not called a reaction. Okay, so. Uh, <laughs> what level? That's going to. Uh, we'll, we'll go We'll go second level smite. All right. So, so 1d8 for the weapon. Yes, yeah, so 1d8 for the sun. Yep. Because it's one fewer yep, than last perfect. time. Yep. I don't know. Paladins are disgusting. So <laughs> well, Paladin with a sunblade is pretty oh disgusting God. against an undead, too. I mean, it's almost a requirement for the class. Let's be honest. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's basically Ten. useless without it, right? Uh, yes. Ten. Twenty. Francis is like, oh, I believe that you are uh, evil. And I don't abide that kind of thing. Correct. And he slams into with a reactor. <laughs> you will leave my uh, new... new very attractive, sleek friend here alone. He slams into him with his sunblade. 28, was it? Yes. Shit. Uh, I think that's what I said. It was either 27 or 28. It was 28. 28's good enough for me. 47. 
the Jillian seven. All right, so Stoker Brun follows through with his second attack because he got reactioned. Misses you with a 12. Then the third attack that he can make, I'm going to say he'll go back on Francis. Did he maintain concentration? Uh, that's a good question. Well, oh yeah. Uh, 27 plus 11. He did not. <laughs> Why aren't you here, Ty? <laughs> oh, that's cocked. Uh, the attack against Ty is 21. That will hit. Right. Reaction has already been used, so we're, yeah. Oh, but Gilly has her reaction, and she will cutting words on the attack. Okay. <laughs> One. 20 to hit time. No, it still hits. Or Francis, sorry. <laughs> still hits Francis. So that is going to she be tried. nine, nine, nine points of, nine points of magical slashing, uh, smashing damage, bludgeoning damage, as it were. Okay. And then five, three, or six, sorry, six. Plus seven, 13. 13 points of necrotic. So he okay. slams back into with his uh, double thingy. Two-handed maul. Um, and that is Stoker Brun's turn. Selena! Okay, DM ruling. Do I know where Sovelius is? Yeah, you do. You cannot see him, so anything that says you have to see the target, you cannot use, but you know where he is. Yeah, I'm not actively hiding. What would you like to do? Okay, I won't do that. By the way, my cutting word was cool off! Perfect. Shoot it out. <laughs> um. <laughs> Sorry. Um. Yeah, we're just gonna frostbite this guy again. Alright, he's gonna make a constitution saving throw. Nice. And I will say. Uh, natural one. <laughs> so we held this disadvantage on his next thing again, and then six points of cold damage. <clears throat> Thirty-five. I was gonna tidal wave, but you're right in the middle. Oh god, doesn't that thing push? Yeah, four, four d eight plus it knocks them prone oh, okay. if they fail. All right. At the end of Selena's turn, that was your. Is that the end of your turn? Yeah, I'm not gonna move, and I still have the hex up on the dragon for strength saving throw. Francis is taking a bit of damage. Um, I can healing word. Here we go. Um, you said good amount of damage. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I will second level healing word him. Two d four plus four. Yeah. That'll be three seven points of healing. Seven points? Seven. Okay. Thank you. I didn't roll great. It's all good. in the two. The dice. They're cruel. It's doing better. Doing better. At the end of Selena's turn, it's going to use two legendary actions. (laughs) (laughs) Selena, I need you to make a dexterity saving throw. Okay. I don't like that dice right now. Uh, That will be a 13. Or 19. Sorry. No, oh, 19? 16 plus 3. 19. So you take 7 points of slashing damage. It, its tail, which is also a bunch of spinning blades, whips oh, around oh. in a tail sweep. Does it count as a hit concerning fire shield? Tail sweep. Uh, is or it hit or damage shield. when fire shield is the way fire shield is read? I believe it's hit. Then it's not a hit. Okay. Alrighty. It happens to the best of us. 
Just let me know if that changes. Uh, sh- that was the end of Selena's turn. Gilly, it's your turn. So, uh, <clears throat> I maintain concentration on that for you. Uh, Gilly is going to. Yeah, hit. Cast a first level healing word on Francis. We'll start there. So. Uh, he'll get seven points of healing. Alright. And then. Do, 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 do. She'll put out uh, two magic missiles at Stoker Brunt. Okay. <laughs> two charges. Two charges, yes. So, 44. Plus four. Fifteen. Fifteen points of damage. So when the um, magic missiles hit, they hurt him. Good. He is not looking too hot at all. Good. All right. That was your action? That was my action and my bonus action. Mm -hmm. Uh, That... I just want to make sure I'm within like 60 feet of the dragon, and that's that's the only thing that I care about right now, because Cloakie's got me. You're good. All right, then I'm good. I will say at the end of at the end of uh, Gilly's turn, uh, Furnace is going to make just a single attack against you, so it is at disadvantage. All right. The natural twenty. Right. So thank God for disadvantage. And then twenty-two total. I will shield. Okay. So. There's this massive whirling blades coming down at you from its claw, and they strike across the shield. Thinking it better from your last lesson when you took a lot of hits. <laughs> I have more health this time. <laughs> I'm more powerful than you could possibly imagine. <laughs> yeah. Uh, who's the end of the turn? That was the end of the Gilly's turn. Civilians, it's your turn. All right, perfect. Uh, if he is within melee attacking range, then that answers my question. I will strike out and hit him with Booming Blade. Okay. Uh, with advantage, because I'm invisible. All right. First attack will be a 19 to hit. Okay. Yeah. Does it hit? I will say. <laughs> <laughs> what, was, what was the total? 19. Yeah, it hits. Okay. Uh, so <laughs> <laughs> it depends on how I'm feeling. <laughs> Correct. Uh, so one to slashing, one to get fire. Or no, one to get thunder. Do you need the fire separate? It's immune to fire. Okay. Just right. kidding. It's not immune to fire. Okay. It's not even Do you resistant. need it separate? Okay, so now. Yep. Perfect. That's five. I was surprised. Yeah. You would think being made in a volcano. It was made by metal. Swords are made, you know. Sword, there was, you know. Uh, 16 points of slashing fire and thunder, and he is wreathed in booming energy now. What was the toll? 15 points. Thanks. Yep, nope, it's not actually, this creature is not actually resistant to fire. Hmm. It's Bo- just made to guard something. Bonus action attack? Yep. Booming blade again, because cantrip racers. Yeah! yeah. Uh, that one may miss with a 15 to hit. Miss. Yeah. 
Alright. That is my turn. Alrighty. Francis. Yeah. Two attacks. Eldritch Blast. <laughs> Wrong half work. Start with the one attack and see how he does after that. That's gonna hit. That's a uh, 25 to hit. Hit. So, how how rough is this bad boy looking? He's pretty rough. Do it. Uh, do it, do Mr. Level 5. Do it. <laughs> Crush him. We'll do, a, we'll do a first level smite. <sighs> so does. So that's 5d8. Mm-hmm. All right. Most of them were good. Okay. Oh, yeah, I messed that up. Oops. Okay. Oh, well. Better luck next time. What is this? This is really fun, Matt. Thank you. I'm having a lot of fun, too. <laughs> it's good stuff. Oh, goodness. How do I math? Uh, that's 16, 16, 22. If I don't die, I'll subscribe again. 28 radiant. 28 Radiant. With one fell swoop, Francis goes, Hey, hey, like I said, you leave him alone. And with a <laughs> smash of the sun blade, uh, uh, Stoker Brun just crumbles <laughs> under his armor and shrinks back to medium size and is knocked unconscious. Yeah. And then... Um, I mean... You said the the dragon is flying? Yeah, but uh, is still adjacent to Zavilius. Okay. Uh... I'm gonna move in a melee. 20, 25, 30. Perfect. Oh, other attack. Second attack. That is, yep. <laughs> That's a 24. Alrighty. And. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Question. Because it's gonna take me a second to look that up. Can he, can he smite twice in his turn? Yep. Third level smite. Right. Every attack That's what I thought. is insane. Smite! Paladin! So, yes. Hashtag smite machine. So, not the extra d8 for undead, It's not undead, correct? it's a construct. Okay, so a total of six, because it's a third level. Three, 16. four, five. Uh, the Sunblade only does the extra d8 to, to um, Right, it was seven d8 the last time that it was It's a... It's one d8 from the weapon. Right. The third level is four, so that's five d8. It's not undead. It's not undead. Right. I know. Two of those D8 came from the fact that it was undead. Two of them did. Yes. My bad. I thought only one, one did. No. One from okay, the Sunblade, one from the um, thing. Okay. Yeah. Feature. Uh, yeah. It's not as great. Aww. Oh, Five. Would you say that he's a Smaniac? Thirteen. Thirteen? Thirteen. I should do that. Alrighty. Uh, yep, and bonus action. Nope, that's it. Alrighty. That was Francis's turn. Uh, Cloaky is just gonna hold steady. Justice, it's your turn. <clears throat> With my bonus action, I'm going to quaff the potion of fire resistance. Okay. Um, and then uh, I'm going to use my movement to get up and try to get around on the other side of Furnace, just so we're not like in a uh, cone or a line from him. Like if I can get on the far end of him. Where is the far end? Um, so like above him. Above. Yeah, above him. Five, yes. 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40. There you are. 
Perfect. And then I'm going to make uh, two attack rolls on. Okay. Ooh, shitty on both. Uh, nope, I'm gonna. It's a five and a three on the dice. Yeah, so. miss, miss. So, so that's your bonus move in action. Okay, that's it. Furnace's turn. Furnace's turn. Oh no! Yeah. It's sinking little racist claw. <laughs> so furnace is going to go ahead and. Fly away from you, technically, Justice, if you like taking that attack from the journey. Oh, wait, never mind. Yeah. So you said Justice. Mm-hmm. I'm going to roll this dice because I like him better. <laughs> Natural one. So you <laughs> swing at it. <laughs> so Velius, Francis, and Justice make dexterity saving throws. Oh, no! You get a plus two. Okay, that's what I thought. Oh, no! Cool, that plus two oh. will help me. No, oh, thank God. <laughs> Got a 21. Cool, man. 24. Seven. All right, so seven. Oh, no. So you take 48 times two, which is 96, but then have down to 48 yet again, because you're still resistant firing off. But I'm also, um, um, because I got covered in the oil. Yes. Yeah, yeah I already did that math. You're good. Okay. 48. So you just take 48. You take 48 points of fire damage. What was your trouble? 24. So you take uh, 24 points of fire damage. Sevelius is looking very bloody. 21. 21, so you take 24 points of fire damage. So from Furnace's uh, chest, you see this swell of fire and light. And you see this core thing kind of in her shift to shadow. That's cool. And fire moves moves away and lowers into her form, and then... It's, she begins to be wreathed in shadow. Whenever that happens, she heals. Oh, no. Damn. Wait. Do I see dim light? Is there shadow in here now that I can see? <laughs> I would say five feet next to her, yes. But she, yeah. But she, I'm going to say she is now 15 feet up? No, 10 feet up. She's 10 feet up. She's 10 feet away at a minimum. Okay. That was Furnace's turn. Top of the round, lair actions. Uh, y'all are good. So, a quick question. What's up? You said she's ten feet up, still in melee. She's a correct? minimum of ten feet away, which means no, she's not in melee. So, it would have no. had a sentinel reaction. Uh, yeah. When you no, she had attack Fran- anyone. Francis would have been she able to sentinel because she moved squares. out of threatening. Yes. Then yes, he would. So okay. both of us would have. Yeah. And yeah, if, let's do it. Yeah. And if the sentinel attack works and she stops, still oh, in melee. Then go ahead and roll the attack. Find out why Don't happens. miss. 19 on the die. Hit. Yeah. So she'll be five feet. 19 to hit on. Hit. Oh, that's not what I need to go. Put in God, a almost minimum damage. first level smite. 10 points of fire and slashing. Ten points of radiant. Okay. And she is stopped in her movement. Yep. So with those two blows, you can see the shadow recede a little bit. Uh, so yeah, next to her, she's now only five feet off the ground. So I would say uh, next to her wisdom light because she's breathed in shadow. Thank you. Um, magical shadow. On initiative count twenty, the things go off. No one's affected. Uh, actually, affected? yeah, she is. <laughs> She's on it too. Yep. Yeah. Oh no. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, she she makes it. She does take some fire damage though. Hey, anything will 
anything helps at this point, right? So you guys, yep. You can see this kind of new creature, this kind of rage-like intelligent, not the smartest thing in the room, uh, but ferocious and powerful nonetheless. Right. Selena, it is your turn. Okay, tidal wave right in front of me. <laughs> okay. Dexterity <laughs> saving throw? Please. Uh, that is a four. However, she will use <laughs> one of her legendary resistances to automatically save. <laughs> so 4d8, halved. Half as much damage and yeah. isn't knocked prone. Yeah. So this... And- from the from out of nowhere, this what little little bits of moisture, probably mostly from your sweat, fly <laughs> off of you, and you turn them into a massive wall of water, <laughs> and you send it forward, and it goes smashing into the dragon, but it, it steadies. Ready. Does oh, it turn the top sorry. of the lava to like obsidian? Sixteen, so that you can nineteen points half. I don't think it's cold enough. <laughs> nineteen points half. Yeah. And then it actually conjures the water itself. It doesn't actually steal it. Yeah, I was just being Oh, cool. (laughs) Um, But the water then spreads out in all directions, extinguishing unprotected flames in its area within 30 feet of it, and then vanishes. Okay, so what I will do, I will say, because it was magical, um, I will say that these things are temporarily fine. Yeah. Nice. So as the water spreads out, you see those things just short out. Um, I would say then steam and smoke fill the room, but it doesn't fill fill the room and it would disperse. So there's now this kind of gentle uh, fog of haze. Okay. That's your action. Yep, and then um, I will... Nice. Uh, I can't master I can't mass... Uh, Healing word. I can do a second level healing word, right? Because yep. it's less than. Yep, spell driver. Perfect. The second level healing word on Civilius. Okay. Because he's within 60 feet of me, right? Yep. I'm thoroughly blooded. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Christ almighty. Seven points of healing. I'm slightly less blooded, but still blooded. I love Dungeons and Dragons. It's so much fun, isn't it? So, mm. Selena, is that your turn? Did you want to move at all? I uh, know. We're just going to hunker down right here. Alrighty. Uh, I'm good. I'm, I'm just pissed it off, so <laughs> I'm good. Uh, with its Furnace's legendary action, I will say that it looks over to Francis and is going to bite. Okay. Uh, miss 10. Yeah. Uh, 12, but yeah. Miss. Okay. I'm sorry. 15, which would still miss. Still misses, yeah. Lordy, lordy, I have to... X though, I'll do this. There's two. There's two stat blocks, and I'm getting confused. Mm. All right. Uh, that was a legendary action. Boop. Mm-hmm. Uh, at the end of Selena's turn, we move on to Gilly. Okay. So I'm gonna put a first level healing word out. At uh, at at Francis seven rolling ones on them sucks. Okay, but having a plus six. Yeah, it's great. It's hot. Okay, and then um, my action. Oh God, what? I need to keep the spell up on you. I'll move forward a little bit. Yeah. And I will use my action. Yeah. 
to try to help Civilius. Uh, um, help us with No, I won't. Okay. Yeah. As an action, though. But never mind. It's never mind. Okay. Then, then I'll just uh, vicious mockery it. Yeah. How far up are you moving? Uh, maybe ten feet. I just want to make sure that I'm still within sixty feet of everybody that I need to be sixty feet of. And I can't move Cloakie. I can move Cloakie. Well, yeah, you can't move. You have to have Cloakie move you. That's right. When Cloakie when Cloakie moves me, I'll ask I'll ask Cloakie to move, move me, me a little bit closer, uh, within sixty feet of Justice, and um, I will vicious mockery the dragon. All right. Wisdom saving throw. Uh. 19 plus... Yeah, never mind. Yeah. 19. Okay, I tried. Alrighty. Gilly, that's your turn? Yep. Sorry, I thought help was a thing I could do. No, not within 30 feet, I don't believe so. That's fine. Um, that is your turn, Gilly. I'm gonna say, yeah, it's gonna keep biting. It's gonna take another bite, bite attack at Francis. Okay. Uh, that is a 27 against Francis. Definitely hits. Okay. He's going to take 18 points of piercing damage. Gilly is going to cutting actions, uh, cutting word the uh, damage. All right. Real quick. Five. Okay. All right. So 18 points of, um, so the vulnerability to fire is gone, guys. Just so you know. Okay. Um, now that once that dragon's breath went off, it would be gone. And then, so he's going to take 18 points of the piercing damage, and then three points of fire damage. Okay? Okay. okay. Uh, and then he is... And then minus the five. from Sure. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then he is grappled. Uh-oh. Ooh. Yep. That's... That's okay. Going over the wood chipper. I forgot about it. I remember the hex. Booming blade damage when he moved. That's oh, it's that's it. Yeah. That was the end of Gilly's turn. Can heal instead of damage? Julius, it's your turn. Alright, I okay. will drink a healing potion because I am super, super hurt. Uh, my one greater that I have. Alright. Francis gonna lay on hands. Ten plus four, fourteen. Uh, and then if it is still within range, I will um, hit it with a booming blade again. Alrighty. We'll do attack. And with advantage, because I'm still invisible. Yeah, you are. Uh, that will be 18 to hit. 18 to hit. Did you make your concentration check when you took 48 points of fire damage? Concentration oh, on Oh, you're not concentrating on invisibility. How I am. <laughs> uh, that hits, I believe. What'd you, what'd you get on the hit? Sorry. Uh, 18. Right. Fifteen points of fire, thunder, damage. It is wreathed in booming flame, and I need to remember that this time. Booming energy, cool man. So That's if she moves, he will take damage. Sure thing. It's a she. She. If she moves, she will take damage. Sibelius, Francis. Okay, Francis is grappled, is... but is not lifted off the ground or anything. So right. Can make, so can, he can use his action to try to break it. 
Yeah. Are you still super hurt? Yes. I am still bloodied. Okay. I'm looking better, but I am still bloodied. So, in that case, Francis is going to use uh, his bonus action to use Channel Divinity Turn the Tide. So, are you bloodied also? No. Indeed I am. Okay. So, two creatures, both of you are within 30 feet of him. You will each get, that's rolling the box, Alexis. Hey, eight points of healing. Wonderful. Yep, that's bonus action. And then, uh, action to lay on hands, because you're still within uh, touch, so. Yeah, because uh, yeah, you didn't move. Yep. Yeah. So, Francis will lay on hands and give you uh, 25 points of healing. Perfect. I am cool. looking much better now. That's hot. Big yes. turn, baby. That's Francis' turn. Paladins are pretty powerful. Yeah. Uh, that's Francis' turn. Cloaky is going to move you up. Did I say 20 or 25? 25. Okay. Is it 20? He just floats you on over there. Fine. I just couldn't remember. That's Cloaky's turn. Uh, yeah, that's Cloaky's turn. Uh, yeah, that's Cloaky's turn. Cloaky's learned his lesson about his shadow snare. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> Uh, justice, buddy. It's your turn. <clears throat> uh, sorry, actually. At the end of Cloakie's turn, Furnace is going to move with it will take Francis. Booming blade damage. Sure, roll it. So it will take 2d8 thunder, I believe. Uh oh. Yeah. That's the thing that's going to happen. I don't know. It will yeah. take 8 points of thunder damage. Eight points of thunder damage. Uh-oh. Alrighty. Eight points of thunder. <laughs> Thundering energy erupts from it and leaves its form, damaging it. So that's all of its legendary actions. Um, moved with you. It also provokes an attack of opportunity left here. It right does. Yeah. And I still have advantage. So that is a 17 on the dice, plus 7. Which I'm assuming will hit... Uh, 12 points of fire and slashing. Nice. Ooh, Furnace is looking damaged. You can see this creature is starting to gain better um, awareness of its surroundings, and the shadow energy seems to give it this almost kind of maniacal movement, like there's this alternate memory, this alternate identity taking over this creature's form now that it's being truly threatened. The shadows keep wreathing away from it, growing ever larger. Um, that was at the end of Cloakie's turn, so Justice, it's your turn, buddy. <clears throat> I'm going to move forward with my speed of movement, uh, so I'm within 20 feet of it. Is it all it did was move? Yeah, it was a legendary action. Oh, I got that. Sorry. You're fine. So it was his turn. So I will move, uh, within 20 feet. Um, uh, may I please, I didn't specify, and I'll be north of it. Sure. On the map. Thank you. Um, and then I'm going to throw two daggers at it. Cool. Uh, I'm going to, with my bonus action first, cast Hex upon it, and I'm going to give a disadvantage on Strength. Alright. Um, does a a 15 won't hit. 
Miss? Just misses, actually. Okay, um, neither attack hits. Okay. So, that was my move. Um, I'm gonna use whatever remaining movement I have to, to move a little bit more north, some more distance between myself and it. So that was my I'll movement and my... Yeah. I'll say you're, like, there. Perfect. Ah! Um... Justice, that's your turn. Correct. Furnace's turn. Furnace is going to use its action to make three attacks on Francis. And but first it's going to use so when it use it's multi-attack, he's to see if it recharges. One thing at a time, Matt. Does not recharge its fire breath. It's going to just start spraying oil. Down a 30-foot cone. I will say it's gonna hit Francis and um eh. 30 foot, goes out, kind of like this. Probably couldn't hit, that's way too wide to hit both of you. Um, I'm going to say it aims it this way. Gilly, oh, no. Cloaky. Um, yeah, Gilly, Cloaky, um, make, and Francis make dexterity saving throws. I'll make it for Cloaky. No, oh, no, he's already vulnerable to fire, so he's yeah. okay. He's fine. He can't, he can't get double the vulnerable. That's nice, isn't it? <laughs> so while she's rolling, can you double restrain? We roll once a creature. No, a creature. Well, is, is, as long as they're not by the same effect. So does that make sense? I think so. We'll like, come back. Yeah. Thank you. So Francis had a nine. Okay, he's vulnerable to fire. Right, and Gilly has. Until the end of the dragon's next turn. Okay, and Gilly has a twenty. All right, you were good. Slippery, but you're good. Uh, and Francis and Gilly and Cloakie's fine because he can't fail more than failing. Uh, that is the part of the first part of the multi-attack, and then it's going to make three attacks on Francis. One with its bite, so it's only grap. He's only grappled, so he's gonna bite down. She's gonna bite down. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nineteen to hit Francis. Uh, Gilly is going to cutting words. Alrighty. Say, Kick your filthy mouth off, I'm a friend! And, uh, four. So, Alrighty. it will not hit. Alrighty. So, it, oh, it doesn't hit? Doesn't hit. Okay. So then it would just... And then it just lets Francis go. So Francis falls. Shit. Straight Uh-oh. into the lava. Okay. Oh, no. Can Francis... you shadow snare him? I think I have to be falling to cast that. I think it's beautiful. Uh, no, you can cast it on a falling creature. You don't have to be falling yourself. Uh, yeah, okay, so I will cast Featherfall. So I believe he drops 60 feet around. Yeah. But he lands safely on the lava. Okay. Well, then he wouldn't go boom into it. He would just... Yeah, well, it's, yeah it's, he's not taking submerged damage the first time anyway, so he just lands okay. on the lava. Uh, he is going to take... It's going to be bad. I'll say this. Let's make him have a dexterity saving throw because it's a falling effect, and we generally do those for falling effects. Natural 20. All right. So he will take... It's not submerged damage, so he takes 10d10, which is 55 points of fire damage, doubled and then halved, because he's resistant, right? He has his potion. He took a potion. So he takes 27 points of fire damage for now. 27 points of fire damage. At the top of his turn, he will sink. Okay. Okay. Uh, and then, so that was a free thing, but you can just break a grapple at any time. Right. And then she's just going to fly on over, start having some fun. Oh, no. She lands next to you, Justice. Hello. He's invisible. Um, Gilly used her credit words. 17 to hit. That is a miss. Not loud. 
18 to hit. Nope, miss. Class is 19. Nice. I'm tucking and rolling. So with these two swirling, no, you go ahead. Was it? I've got it. Uh, With two swirling uh, claws, she tries to just turn you into Julianne, and you're like, whoa, and you (laughs) drop up and flip and land in front of the dragon. (laughs) Justice doesn't say that. Chase says that. That was Furnace's turn, whole turn. Uh, Her legendary actions come back. Stoker Selena. Okay, so I'm going to drop Hex and cast Watery Sphere around Francis and pull him 10 feet off the magma. All right, do you have to see him? I would say if you move up to the thing, you can see him. I'll gladly move forward if need be, yeah. I will move all uh, as far as I need to to see him, that's fine. What's the saving throw on that? Um, So he can choose to fail it. That's true. Um, Is restrained by the sphere and engulfed by the water. Does Francis choose to fail? Uh, I would have yep. called out. I saw he saw the he saw the watery sphere before. So yeah. what sure. do you call out, Slam? I would have called out. Um, let me put you not on lava. <laughs> <laughs> Poignant. <laughs> and he says magma. Oh, magma. Uh, that sounds much better. <laughs> uh, so he willingly fails. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. So I would say it lifts him up. Okay. Out of the lava. Wow, that is clutch. The next, wow, the top man. of his turn, he would have taken 18 d10. It would have been really bad. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Terrible. Vulnerable. So that's why he's asked if you could double restrain. Because yeah. I could restrain him in the sphere away from the dragon and keep him from being dropped at yeah. least. I think it generally becomes like a contest at that point. It depends on the overlapping okay. effects. So I lost um, Hex oh, yeah. because this is concentration. For sure. Um, but Justice has Hex. Yep. So yep. we're good. That's your action? Yeah. Um, and then I don't think I can move it as a bonus action. I think it's a full action. Yeah, I think it is on the following. Alrighty. Things. And then we'll go ahead and... Um, <laughs> I was so worried about him. Oh, man. Yeah. It's a third level, so I can't do that. Five foot, I think, radius That's on that. That's a fourth level. Oh, my gosh. <sighs> oh. Yep. That's Clutch. fine, guys. Alrighty, then we are going to do a first level healing word on him in the sphere. Much appreciated. Oh, thank you very much for that Um, healing. That's three. (laughs) He can't say because he's inside of the water. (laughs) That's five. I can't count. He heals five. Alright. Believe that's your turn. It is. Gilly! Uh, Do I know? If Cloakie's Shadow Snare can not damage. It doesn't damage. It restrains. Okay. Uh, then I'll say, Cloakie, <laughs> see if you can help with the with the Shadow Snaring on on Francis if the Watery Sphere fails. Let me uh, check something real quick. Uh, so, okay. Let me let me check something. Just can you can you do that and still hold me? It's his act. Yeah, he, he, okay. a, he just. He's done it before, him. right? Okay. <laughs> All right, he'll try. I will say, ah, uh, he misses. He has to make an attack roll for it. Oh, okay. Slips right by Francis. Yeah. I just. I, okay. It's an attack roll. Sure, sure, sure. So I'm going to ask Gilly. Oh, that'll be on Cloakie's turn anyway. Right, that's what I figured. Yeah. I have rolled nothing but ones for healing work. Fun, fun, uh, seven. Gonna get another seven points of healing. And, oh, uh, 
Gilly is going to try frostbite on the dragon thing. All right. So, yeah, you're good. Uh, makes it. 16 yeah. plus a bajillion. All right, great. Yep. 21. Okay. Uh, that's your turn. It's my turn. It's my turn. I will say at the end of your turn, she's going to make a, or they really, going to make a uh, bite attack against you, Justice. Bring it on. Uh, 19. That is just a hit. So, is Francis within melee of the dragon? And can Francis attack through the thing? Okay, just checking. It hits. Alrighty. You are going to take. 18 points of piercing damage and 3 points of fire damage. 3 round down is 2, so 1. Yeah. Yeah. Are you, did you, you, did you make against either Noil Spring? You're good. So 18 and 3. Right. Um, and you are now grappled. Also, right. I need you to make a concentration saving throw for Hex. Oop, that was the wrong direction. Hold on. So 18 points of damage, 3 points of damage with time. So 18 plus 1 is 19. Yep. And then make your concentration saving throw, which is constitution base. 15. You're good. It's half the damage or ten. Perfect. Whichever's higher. <clears throat> uh, I'm in his mouth now. It's, it's she. She. Sorry. Crap. <laughs> oh, we're gonna do this. This will be fun. Yep. Yeah. That was the end of Gilly's turn. Mm-hmm. So, Sevilius. How hurt does it look? Very, very hurt. Okay. I will position a fifth level fireball um, back so it catches its back. Or it won't hit Francis or Justice. Yeah, you're good. Yeah. Okay, 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 okay. 10d6. Yep. It'll make a deck saving throw. A fifth level fireball? Fifth level fireball. Oh my god. Doesn't make it, we'll use the second legendary resistance to automatically save. No, uh, uh. There's a decent amount of sixes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it ain't making it. So then it just uses the save. Was your hex too? Yeah. 40 points of yeah. fire damage, so it will take Perfect. 20 points of fire damage. Looking hurt! Very, very hurt. Uh, and then I will move up next to its face, um, next to Justice. Alrighty. You're not in the water. Okay, you're right there. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the, it occupies that score. Or no, like one over. Yeah. Exactly. So this, that was your turn. Francis, uh, you are restrained. Cannot move, disadvantage on attack rolls, and you're hovering above lava. That's your life. You want to cast any spells? (laughs) Nothing really to cast right now. Uh, Because, let's see. I mean, that is a... Oh. We'll try command on the dragon. Okay. It says creature. Yep. Are creatures who are immune to charm immune to command? Natural 20. Never mind. Okay, that's the answer to that then. Yep. Damn. Okay. So that's his action. Anything else? Can't move or anything. Not as such. All right. Good good times. (laughs) Yep. Uh, Cloakie's turn. Cloakie's last directive was a shadow snare. It does. It misses. Uh, Justice, your turn. 
I'm going to attempt to punch it twice, right? Yeah. Um, you are grappled, you're just speed is zero, that's all it means. Okay. And you suffer from the grapple, link, grapple condition. Two, two attacks? Yep. First one is a 26, and the second one is a 20. Hit. Alright, sneak attack on the first one. It this has a text on. That is 8, 10, 15, 19 points of damage on the first one. Okay. And then... How would you like to do this? <laughs> so it's got me in its mouth, and then um, I'm just going to take the zip-zap dagger with both hands and then just drive it right between its eyes and then wrench it around a little bit. Pulse <laughs> of electricity. So you slash the zip-zap dagger into the furnace, the Umber Guard of the 11th engine. You can see for the first time as this dagger plunges deep into it. You can see metal on metal of the zip-zap dagger, same coloration, same style of make. These are two creatures made, cut from the same cloth, not creatures, objects of sorts cut from the same cloth. As the dagger, zip dagger slashes down, and there's a burst of lightning, and then you see this kind of, I need Sovelius, Justice, and what's his face to make constitution saving throws. Oh no. Francis. And I'm not Francis. Let me check real quick. Oh no. Uh, And Selena and Gilly. Oh, am I close enough? Constitution you are. saving, you said? Yep. Oh. Okay. Just ruined things. <gasps> Just ruined nope. things. Fuck me! This is real bad. Okay, I need to roll this one more time. Oh, wait. Of course. Great. I maintain concentration, but I rolled a four on my constitution saving throw. Natural 20 on oh, the concentration. 14. 14. Oh, my God. <laughs> You take 42 points of necrotic damage. Okay. Um, Gilly? So, both Gilly and Francis got lower than that. 42 points of necrotic damage. Shadow erupts. You guys can feel the strength sapped from your life force as this kind of roaring demon energy. Okay, he's unconscious and restrained. Yep. Did you make your watery sphere thing? Well, well, what'd you get on your... So I got a four... Yeah. Against the burst of evil. Yes. And then a natural 20 on the concentration. <laughs> so you're good, because you had to make 21, so you're good. Yeah, because you have natural 20, so you're good. Um, yeah. 42 points of necrotic damage. So there's, there's, Is everyone down but me? I'm up. I'm up. Okay. Folks are up, they're just not looking too hard. <laughs> Massive blast of death energy erupts from the dragon as its parts wrench, uh, um, wrench apart and fly everywhere, and they fall into the lava. Some of them hitting the watery sphere, <laughs> skittering, and the furnace, the umber guard of the eleventh engine, is no more. Oh man. Okay. Well then. Okay. <laughs> the burble. The thing that happened. The burble and, and anger of the lava. You can see the rivers of lava start to get higher, and you can see a wave almost start to hit. I'm assuming you're going to pull Francis up out of the river. Of course. So you lift him up as you see this kind of 10-foot-tall lava wave. You can see there's this kind of shake. And a healing word. And the lava waves start to pick up. What are you guys doing? Okay. Is Bram Stoker alive? Bram Stoker. <laughs> did, did he take the damage, too? He's... he's 
He is he is stone cold dead. So he's yeah. dead, dead. He, he, well, he's like, undead and then he's dead. Oh yeah. Yep. Okay. Okay. That is three failed saves. He died. Perfect. Um, so more. after checking that, I would have made sure that Francis got onto the walkway. Okay. And then dropped concentration on that. Okay. And then as I'm walking through, whoever needs it, giving um, um, cure wounds because that's going to be the fastest. Well, I probably would have gone to Francis because. Uh, justice is down. So, so, so I don't healing put ten down. points of healing up from a first level healing word, and then Francis is just going to use the rest of his twenty lay on hands yeah. on himself All right. right now. So go ahead and make a death saving throw. Um, oh, you're down. Oh, and he's going to lie and run and he's laying I am right, standing there like first yelling at you. Help and justice. I'm sorry. He is down. <laughs> so go ahead and make a death saving throw, Justice. What? God, I don't you have, have two death saves. I have two death saves, guys. I don't he have any way to heal him. You. You know, because Francis... Francis got brought. Everyone calm down. It's all right. All right, we'll get there. Um, Yeah, you two death saving throws. right. The justice's turn passes. Selena, what are you doing? Um, I would have been rushing forward to do cure wounds. Okay. So then you, you set Francis down like a little pinata, and then you rush forward. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, you just make it. <laughs> Can I make like a medicine check on him to stabilize? Okay. Are you proficient in medicine? Points. No. 14 no. points? <laughs> no. That was that is, uh, it is a thing, you gotta be proficient. Oh, so okay. much damage. Thank you. Yeah, 14 points. Oh, goodness gracious. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Alright. <laughs> Good times. Do you these fun, guys? Uh, I say, oh. Gilly spends her last healing word on, or her last first level spell on healing word for justice. It's a seven. Thank you. Oh. I was afraid for a moment that I was going to go back to a memory palace. <laughs> Just and, dying left and right. And then I'm looking for an exit. For the love, <laughs> yeah, the final exit. Just pitching yourself in. Uh, the exit is the way you came, best as you can tell. There's no secondary you exit. Can, you can search around for one. You want to roll perception? Yeah. All right, roll perception. Don't they know anything about OSHA and building codes? They should have a clearly marked exit. No, because we decided there was an exit out this yeah, way there because there was the gold in, door behind us with the treasure room that they wouldn't bring the slaves through. Oh, yeah, so we decided that. We didn't necessarily know that was a thing. <laughs> yeah. I think they flew in on a dragon. 18. Okay, so in the in your panic, you're looking around. Uh, yeah, I mean, this is technically, it's out, it's within city boundaries. You see a lot of mountains. You see the lava beneath you. Um, you're assuming that if you kind of, I mean, these pipes go somewhere. You could try climbing them or flying <laughs> upwards. You could also just trying to make your way like out and over and past and go just run away from the city. But you don't know how you'll get back to the mountain to the humble door if you do that. Okay. There's a way out of here, but it's tricky. Okay. So, so I can teleport. So well, I can teleport over the river and through the woods, <laughs> or back the way we came, full of dwarves that probably want to kill us now. Was this loud? Yes. <laughs> um, we should get going. So the lady You're, at the gate said that uh, we could fuck with this one, but I don't know that she's going to act like in the face of her superiors be able to hold us to that. God, no. Vera, do you seem to know a way out? Did they lead you guys in a different passage? Uh... uh I, w I was unconscious <laughs> when I got uh, brought here. That's unfortunate. Yeah. 
Perhaps we make our way into the city. We could hide in, in a... Francis says, well, what if we just uh, go back to that nice lady at the gate and explain what we did for her? Yeah. That sounds like a that terrible idea, Francis. Like idea. Is it though? <laughs> a horrible idea. Or perhaps yes, it's a good one. If we just explain that we, you know, were rescuing this little girl here, should be fine. <laughs> so I'm not worried about her. I'm worried about whoever pays her. Regardless, okay. we should move away from we the magma. do him or her any favors. Yes. So you guys are going to head away from the city of Mongolia into the unknown lands? Or are you going to try to trek around along along the volcano? What do you guys want to try to do? Sneak on through and hope for the best? Perhaps if we move slightly inward, we could take a short rest, oh. and then we could try to sneak back through town. You see, you know, outward, yeah. Outward, away from yeah. the city. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I, Roll I, stealth, yeah. folks. I'm assuming you're trying to get away unnoticed. Because there's a bunch of workers here who are probably now mm-hmm. spilling in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I do not have any key points to use for Pass Without Trace. Um, I can Pass Without a Trace us at a fourth level. Glorious. Oh my god. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> because I'm out of second level spell slot. Amazing. <laughs> it is a good use of resources. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Roll stealth, folks. Um, also, I would have cure wounds to myself while we were having that conversation, by the way. All right. Because I'm all sorts of potentially dead. Um, I'll drink a great feeling potion. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm doing too many things at once. I shall. I'm bloodied, but I can't heal myself anymore. No, I need potions. I used it not die. I have so, minor healing. Stealth. Uh, for. for I'll, ask for, I'll oh. ask for a minute. minute. Behind you a greater healing potion, Sibelius. Is Cloakie still out? Yes. Okay. I mean, I'll be Was, but if we're trying to sneak away, then, then I'll just... Uh, Drink it now. Okay. I'll just put Cloakie back on. Because okay. we're not... Alrighty, stealth throws, right folks. Sibelius, what'd you get? 30. 30? So, Gilly, Francis? Francis has a 13... 23. Yeah. And then Gilly has a... 29. Mm. Does he have heavy armor on? Did you roll with disadvantage? I didn't. 29, 30. Yeah. Because he's got AC of like 18 or something, so he's got plate or whatever. That makes sense. 12. Justice? 36. So he got two. No, sorry, 13. Yeah, he got yeah. two. Um, he got a two, yeah. Okay. You? 32. Oh, you guys are good. You managed to sneak away. You pass through the first, you go, you actually find a way basically up the pipe and through. There is no exit built in. You guys don't know how they got these these people in here. You don't know, you know, like, you're, you, it's too much to think about. You just kind of press on through, you climb up the pipes. You don't go all the way up like crazy people, because you decided not to, but you go past and over on the other side of the volcano and start to make your way down through kind of etchings. Well, you can see you're probably past that people have tried to escape the engine, and there you see scattered corpses, bones at the bottom of a ravine, uh, little little stairs, places where people have clearly like grabbed on for quite some time and eventually fallen, and you are now making your way circuitously down this, this vol- the other side of this volcano. Seems like a delightful place. So, hang on. We came, he came here for his sister. Why did we come here again? Why did we want past the Emerald Door? To to save Mr. Mr. Bones. Mr. Bones, we did that. Okay. We're done. All missions accomplished. We just need to get out. Uh, 
That sounds dirty. I wish I had Skyrim. And so I could play this one. probably, hopefully, a place that you do for tool. Do I call it? I mean, maybe, maybe we could send, if we can get back out and somehow back into Fort Mountain Hall without going back through the Umbral Door, then... I don't I do not think that's possible. Maybe Francis wouldn't have to give up his sword. I would very much appreciate that. I really like my sword. It's a good sword. Helps me fight all sorts of undead. There certainly are a lot of them. It's also an excellent nightlight. That's that. true. <laughs> Is there more than one humble door in and out of wherever we are? We would assume that there would be an humble door wherever the dwarves ended up. <laughs> so go ahead and roll. Elders rise. Roll religion. Oh, me? Oh, no. You asked. <laughs> I asked the group. <laughs> okay, that, that's fair. You asked. No, you asked the group. Would I know um, you from history? Anyone who's proficient in religion. I will give you guidance because I asked. <laughs> like, neither, neither I nor Francis are proficient. There's so. this brief kind of stare, and she just like touches one of you. <laughs> so then, what if you just roll straight with a d4? Do it. Probably you. Or me? Yeah. Okay. It's wisdom. Or no, it's intelligence it's based. No, it's really a roll. Yeah. <laughs> to save, you guys. <laughs> save us from ourselves. Plus a d4? Plus a d4, please. I got a max. So. I still think religion is wisdom based from 4th edition 15. days. Yeah. 18. 11 on the dice, plus 4 from the guidance, and then a plus 4 to my religion check. 18 total, you say? 18 total. Um, okay. So. Yeah, kind of what Gilly hinted at. You would assume like an umbral door probably isn't a singular thing. This would this you, the umbral doors are the things that connected the umbral roads together. Mm-hmm. The issue is no one knows where the other ones are. You've never read anything. There's there have been explorations, but um, they are rarely fruitful. Um, it is assumed that there is one on the other side of the continent near Kelvarkin and Avkelrim, but. A bit of a walk. The other side is a I don't think we want to do that. So you guys are just sitting there alone in the darkness. Only the light of the sun blade keeps the denizens of the Umbral Roads at bay. Oh my god! <laughs> Clutched in fifteen feet or thirty of light. Well, Perhaps wherever we get to rest. a place, yeah, we should I'll definitely make a, take a short rest. Mm-hmm. All right. Someone roll me um, investigation. No survival. Because this is about finding natural outcroppings and things like that. Neither of us are going to do that. (laughs) Hashtag no survival. We are a diverse group (laughs) of people who should not be out in the wilderness. (laughs) Yes. That's 16 plus 4. All right. You're able to find a nice defensible kind of cave outcropping kind of thing. That's not already full of other people trying to... They scatter away once you come around. (laughs) Get out of here. This is our whole now. We'll live here. (laughs) This is the campaign now. (laughs) No, we'll settle down here. It's our fort. So as you guys uh, descend off of the volcano and find your way into what must be an umbral road... um, doesn't look like the most it's not as well kept as the one that you passed through before which wasn't well kept at all you pass through the rough kind of terrain and end up in a little cul-de-sac and you can hear ding 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 coming from the city of Ungoli cows so once you have that hut up we should extinguish this sword so the hut the light won't get through the hut okay I'm okay with this correct yeah. 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 Hut. so the hut 
Sound, yes. Visuals, no. I will make as camouflage as I can. Okay. Uh, where, where we are. Yeah. And, uh... Sticks and corpses. Pass it up. Trace is still up. Yeah. And we'll just... Oh, no, because I guidanced him, so there's no pass it up, Trace. Nice. Uh, we're sitting over here talking. Or we're going to rest for an hour anyway. So, so go ahead and declare the short yeah. rest. I'll gain back pass it up, Trace. I... Sorry for honesty. Will not no, sing... No, honest is your fun. I will not sing my song of rest. <laughs> Dun, 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 because dun, that dun. seems like it's unwise. Out the wilderness. Can you just hum it? That still makes noise. <laughs> Nervous little <laughs> humming in the high. If she mind. starts humming, I'm just shh. <laughs> 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 Suffocating, Gilly, like a baby about to cry. Exactly. It's like cast silence quickly. <laughs> I can't yet. Um, I will say for this, folks, roll me stealth checks again. Without pass with that. Correct. Oh no. Disadvantage oh, no. for Francis. Yeah, this is gonna be a problem, guys. I will give it van I will give guidance to Francis. That's I'll good. Francis will need it. Okay. Okay. Alright. Now please, Gilly, don't fail this. I can't believe I rolled this well. Okay. Francis mm-hmm. has, on the disadvantage, rolled it. Oh, that's a sixteen, not an eighteen. Rolled a sixteen and a seventeen. So what's his? And a four, so twenty-one is the total. Because, for Francis. Because plus guidance. Oh, right. Cool. And okay. Then, and then Gilly is at a twenty-two. Okay. Twenty-two. <laughs> Fourteen. I rolled a nineteen. Twenty-seven. Not twenty. Just one failure. You guys are good. So you guys <laughs> here. Each other out. So what you hear and kind of see is is like, they couldn't have gotten gone far, and you see a squadron of those kind of volcanic one. Three of them are volcanic. The other, are the umbral metal-looking one, the dark metal shadow-looking ones, and uh, the person between them is someone you have not seen before. They are a dwarf. Um, their body is almost purely made of a kind of wreathing and flowing fire. Where there is not fire, there are orbs of shadow turning through this person's body. You can see through them. Um, in place of where organs might be, seeing through someone's body, there are just kind of worm-like uh, creatures swimming <laughs> around in this in this fire, and they are wreathed in an orb-like shadow. Oh. They swim around and articulate the parts of this creature, of this dwarf, and they look around. You can see they look in that little alcove. They couldn't have gone far. Keep searching. Concern. Get the banshees. They can always find life. I know. <laughs> and they move on. <laughs> so we we're taking a short rest right now mm-hmm. in a hut. You've successfully completed your short rest. Oh, oh my god. god. If there is a scene anyone would like to create, a very quiet scene, they may do so. No, I'm just gonna use hit dice. dice. That is the scene I'm doing. Me spending hit dice. <laughs> <laughs> my narrative contribution. <laughs> spending hit dice. Very quietly. Oh my god. 
What? <laughs> just a dwarf made of fire who has worms for organs. Is his name Tad? I want to go back we'll to find the out. bathroom. Not <laughs> the fire okay. death area. Hey, okay, that's nice. Okay, I roll back some of my healing. Short rest. I'm back up to full. Exactly. Okay, I get so 22 back. Francis and Gilly are both going to be spending some hit dice. I'll let you know how many. Yeah, I did four hit dice. All right. I spent six. Holy crap. Okay, and then I'm going to do my natural... I'm still not at full. My natural recovery. I'm still relatively far from it. And I will do arcane recovery. So for the first time in a while, you guys spend a short rest in basically silence and fear. Having been through quite an ordeal, as you guys are very so often are, you saw a creature that confounded your very senses. And that's saying something for people who have been to the void twice, at least. And um, the silence just takes you, and you listen to the kind of strange noises that the umbral roads have to offer, all gathered in this hut under this kind of welcoming light. The half-orc paladin and Vera converse somewhat, but she is a terse, intelligent, but terse young woman. I am... I appreciate you guys saving me. Um, that majorly sucked, everything about that. Um, it's been a couple months. Um, yeah. Major bummer. Sorry you had to go through that. I'm glad we were able to get you out. Help of Francis. We never would have found you. Ooh. Francis says, yeah, I, it's so good to see you, Vera. Um, uh, Why'd you receive such a harsh punishment? Vera's just like, I don't know. He's like, huh. He says, I don't think you did anything wrong, Vera. You like to troublemake and rabble-rouse every now and then, but you haven't done anything worth uh, being in prison, do you? No. Insight check. Roll. (laughs) Insight. Two. She's telling the truth. Yeah, uh, she's being a little cagey, but yeah, she's probably telling the truth. She's probably just nervous, rattled. He goes, yeah. He says, when we get back to um, Fort Mountain Hall, we'll just have Lord Campton uh, take the issue up with the, oh, you know, local lords and uh, set this whole thing straight. I don't think they know that the King of the Warrens is down there. I think they know they're a witch. I'm pretty sure they probably know. Oh no, definitely not. Oh, they're all vampires. They know. It's Lord they're her vampires. Vampire. He's in Fort Mountain. No, and he's a he's lord. definitely not a vampire. He's my he's my um, employer. Then I think he's the only lord that's not in he's, Fort Mountain. Huh? He's probably a vampire. Oh, he's not a lord of Fort Mountain. Then what is he? Uh, well, I actually never asked. He just calls himself Lord Campton. And from where does he reside? Somewhere south of here, in an area called uh, Rustville. Does that place sound familiar? Roll history. I'm, re- I'm really good at this one. You have a map. It's, it's not of this <laughs> We do have a map, though. 20. I'll switch to 20. Rustville is an interesting little town. It is actually technically located on the border of Imperia and the rest. So it's it's located at about, about, we'll say on the map, we'll zoom in and stuff. We'll say it's located somewhere in this region. <laughs> China, just just north of the forest and just south of the, um, I'm sorry. Yeah, no, no, that's correct. Just just north of the forest and just south of the mountains, the Draco Sierras. I will relay this information to the rest of the group. Yeah. 
That's where he's from, at least. But he, he stays around Fort Mountain Hall a lot. I stay at his place. I would, Francis, I would recommend that instead of trying to bring it up with any authorities in Fort Mountain Hall, you simply try to escape with the life of yourself and your sister. Why? Because, as we have repeatedly told you, Fort Mountain Hall is infested with vampires. So is the government. The lich is in control of people. We have seen this with our own eyes. Roll persuasion. Do I get anything for telling him the truth? Nah, the truth is irrelevant. (laughs) Can I assist him in persuasion check? Sure. Riddled by the vampires. 19. You know, I will say there are awful lot of disappearances among some of the servants. Not in Lord Campton's estate. He doesn't really have that many. Uh, I'm mostly it. Uh, But I suppose you're right. It's possible. It's possible that on occasion, one or two of the lords might be a vampire. But that's okay, because I have my sunlight. And he holds it up. He's like, so I could just go up to any of the... And it's like really bright and obviously pure sunlight. He's like, I'll just walk up to each ward and just be like, hey, hey, hey. And whoever gets burned by it is a vampire. And then I will stab Perfect. I mean, that seems sound. That. Excellent. He'll go right and shield. Can we meet Lord Campton when we get back? Oh, yeah. He's very friendly. Perfect. He has taken care of me ever since I was a wee boy. That's good. Fortunately, we still have a predicament of getting through the Emerald Door with your sword and blade intact. I believe that. Absolutely. Could use stealth and subterfuge. I can help make us difficult to track. Could the information on the dwarves be a good enough? Uh, trade for the Sunblade for your aunt? Because we don't care if she knows that one of the forges is out and there's a bunch of more undead that she's not controlling? She's probably very interested in having that Sunblade, or at least being having it disposed of being a lich and all. Well... How far is it to the Umbral Door from the outside in the Shadesville? From wait from Shadesville. So from going from Shadesville to where the Umbral Door is, what is the distance? Depending on circumstance, two to four hours. Uh, in feet. Oh, I don't know. Thousand. Several thousand. So yeah, it'd be a mile at least. Yeah, two to four hours would be. Yeah, a couple. Hours. I didn't know if it was like five hundred feet in the as the worm crawls. Yeah. Well, yeah, and sometimes with Fort Mountain Hall, they could be on top of each other. And you just have to like go around. Right. Yeah. Got yeah. It. yeah. It's like the. I would say not dimension durable. Got it. That is would what be I was the Bahir's Lair dimension durable because that was no. much closer. That was actually outside Shadeville. That was actually even further in. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. saw it as a yeah. V in my brain. Perhaps yeah. we should first focus on escaping this predicament and getting back on the Umbral Road on our way back to Fort Mountain Hall. Yeah, that's probably a good idea. We're already on an Umbral Road, so right there is good. Perfect. We're halfway there. We are living on a prayer. Hey, I know that song. Uh, so, how would you guys, folks like to make it on your way back? So, you mentioned, so we're on the outskirts of the city, mm-hmm. and it's kind of like around the volcano, so it's yeah. a circular shape. It's like a whatever. So, maybe we use, um, uh, we can use lots of uses of Pass Without a Trace, which I can cast multiple times um, in the last an hour, and maybe we literally just try to use stealth to make our way around the city. Around the city? That's yes. probably our that best bet is getting mm-hmm. away from this place. So, well. let's say the Emerald Road kind of led up like this, right? And then, Ungoli is this city that kind of is around... It's around this mountain, a, a volcano, and the volcano kind of intersects like a Venn diagram. A bit more, a quite considerable bit more than that, more than more than half. And then you guys are kind of on this end, other than the time. You need to find... There's probably not a pathway like this. 
<laughs> you can't go here. That's not a thing that you can do. So we'll just cross that out. And then, so you can either choose to do this and hit the Umbel Road and then go back around, or go this way. Basically, we'll call it east or west around Ungoli. What well, about west? Nope. <laughs> or you can go straight through. Up to you. I believe that... Ruined our beautiful map. If I were a, it's like permanently on there. You ruined everything. Yeah. Me. Um, You'll pay tomorrow. Don't worry. I was half expecting you, Matt, to somehow draw a dick on the screen. No, you almost it had it. it. I'm not a juvenile. <laughs> you almost had it. Okay, so, but I am. <laughs> how many of us can fly again? Well, I can. can help me. Two, and you she can, can, can at forty feet around. It's pretty good. Yep. Oh, forty feet. Okay. Da- assuming he dashes. Oh. I can make someone into an incorporeal cloud of gas that is extremely slow but can fly for one hour. It would be slower than moving on 20 foot. feet. Yeah. I was answering the question literally. You can, yes. Um, because during this short rest, I could give somebody... No, we have two more people. I believe that we'll have yeah. to make this on foot. No, I say we just try to stay as... Do the shortest path around the city, come around. But I don't want to go past the front door of the city again. I mean, if we come... If we go around... If you go east, you'll get basically closer to the city, but not in front of its gate. If you go west, you'll have to double back and go around. But you'll be further away from the city on on your way there at first. So it's either close then far away, or uh, far away then close. Really far then let us go close, then far away. If, if the other route is really... Yeah. It's really in front of the gate. There's, it's the umber well, one. Let's, yeah. let's, yeah. let's do the other route. Let's do that, do the and I will route. pass without a trace as, um, on opposites to right. him. First leg of the journey past the, getting past the city, we'll say. Go ahead and everyone roll stealth checks. Are you doing pass without a trace first or mine? You, I thought you said you were, then I'll do Okay, perfect. All right, this is okay. This is fine. Did you yeah. plus 10? I did. Okay. Okay. This is fine. Francis has a 22. All right. And Gilly has a 23. Julius? 18. Okay. 21. Yeah. 27. All right. So I will say, so to do this in reverse order, actually, so you guys get up over the volcano and now are on the outskirts of the city, passing by the city now. So that was to get approached onto the city. So we'll do this in three parts. Second phase, and so as you approach the city and start to go by, you can see there are a large litany of guards on these fir- on these towers and on the outside of each fir- furnaces. You're hitting now the part though you see you chose wisely because even though you are closer to the city, there's only about three furnaces on this side. Whereas to go back the other way, you would have hit all other 10 oh. guard stations. And uh, but you can still see they're looking out. They have goggles. They have these uh, crossbows that are made of some kind of translucent metal, shiny kind of uh, material. And they have these dark whirling balls. You can see some of them have those kind of worms in them that are seem to be ready to be loaded and launched. Oh god! And they're just looking out. And just periodically they're throwing out fireballs. Well, there's mages up there. They're just like so. It's like no. And there are these kind of dragon cannons that are perched atop that are periodically launching. <laughs> First is off. Make stealth checks, folks. Man, so that, was that a full hour? Yeah. Okay, so you've done pass without a trace this time? Yes, I will. 
Gilly is going to give an inspiration to Civilius, to Vera, to Francis. D8. D8s. You can see in the sky of the city there are banshees descending oh, and fuck. flying around, and they seem to be trying banshee. to detect life. This is gonna be so bad, guys. Matt, yeah, you're the worst. It's the city of Ungoli. <laughs> I know, for, I know for love. You have This is fine. I know, I did. I used it. All right. Oh, no. <laughs> Francis rolled with his fans. I'm sure you got it. Yep. Uh, okay, so Francis has a twenty-seven. Okay. Remember, Vera had an inspiration. Francis is well. at 27, okay? Yeah. Vera's good. She's Gilly. actually pretty stealthy. You can okay. tell she's a bit of a criminal. Yeah. <laughs> she did nothing. No, <laughs> she's legit. She's not like a horrible criminal, but she, this girl knows what she's doing. <laughs> Gilly had a 21. Okay. 19. 32. Okay. 18. I rolled a natural 2. <laughs> I would like everyone to make dexterity saving throws. I rolled a net five, and then I rolled a one on my inspiration. Right, because we're within. Yeah, I'm assuming you guys are really huddled. I'm assuming. Yeah. God. Dexterity. 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 Do you need guidance? Because I don't have passive out of training. Guidance doesn't work out of saving throw. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. So, Lilius, I think you might have thrown this. Oh, no. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, my lover. Goodbye, my friend. Alrighty. 26. You take, so 43 halved to uh, 21, and if uh, fire resistance is gone, so 20 red points of fire damage. 19. Uh, 19 makes it. 43 and then uh, have to uh, 21. 21. Yeah. 14. 43 points of fire damage. <laughs> absorb elements? Yep. Still available to you guys. Are no, no, oh, you, guys aren't, you guys aren't resistant, so you can use absorb elements now. Okay. Gilly has 21. Uh, 21 points of fire damage. And um, Francis has a 22. All right, 22, uh, 21 points of fire damage. So you can see one of the mages that seems to just be launching fireballs like nobody's business. Actually, from across, for the, as their voice hits, the, it, you like, that's not a sorcerer. And you, you hear druidic. This is a druid who is just a, a druid of the volcano launching fireballs. And it sees, it's like, something's over there. And just launches a ball of fire, <laughs> and it, it erupts at fifth level. <laughs> 10d6, and you guys are rocked. I need everyone to make stealth checks, but I, whoever's maintaining concentration on Pass Without a Trace, roll for your constitution saving throw first to decide if we have it. Nope. five. Alrighty, so everyone makes stealth checks without the plus 10. Good night, everybody. We're screwed, guys. This is gonna be bad. Oh yeah, it's gonna be real bad. It's gonna be real bad. Don't forget the plus 2. It's not a saving throw. Oh, that's right. Wow. wow. The ability wow. check. So lovely. Wow. Okay. So you guys are just still Francis trying to hide. Francis is pulling Francis? through. Francis? Francis has a 17. Okay. You good? Gilly has a 19. Okay, you're good. 17. Just makes it. 26. Just makes it. Or not just makes it, you make it. 
Nine. It's only one failure. It's only two failures out of six. You guys are good. So oh, she, she says, she's, you, you hear, she's like, I'm not, she's, bring some banshees over here. We've got tap, we've got furnaces over here too. Even though one of them's down. And it, you can hear the kind of cry of a, a wail across the, the, the city. And you can see a couple banshees start to fly over. You guys rush forward. As you make your way past onto the Ember Road, you, I, I, um, well, so you've made two total successes. I need one more round of stealth checks to see if you get away from the banshees, okay. basically. So I would also pass without a traces one last time. All right. And I will put the out there, hour. if there was a time in which it seemed like it would be very advantageous to use si- uh, silence, I would Oh, yeah, the so. whole time. Okay, like yeah. if this would get, I don't know, we can't get advantage advantage, but if this is going to give no, us... No, but success. I can alter the DC. Okay, yeah. I will use... Wouldn't stuff. silence get, not give uh, Francis disadvantage on the stealth check? I'm not sure. However, Matt wants to rule it. How does that... Does no, that... it's still cumbersome and stuff. It's not sound-based, okay. entirely sound-based. Oh, Christ. I will use, I will cast silence then on, on the group when it's advantage. Yeah, no, it helps. It, I would say it lo- it, it um, lowers their, uh, like it lowers the DC. Gilly's going to... Inspiration again to the same three. Okay. Let's roll. Oh, for me, my stealth check, uh, we have Pass Without Trace. 29. Okay. 18. Okay. 24. Okay. Uh, yeah. So, 25 for Francis and 24 for Gilly. 25, 24? Mm-hmm. You're good, you're good. Okay. So two failures again. You guys are good. She, the Banshees fly over, and you can see this kind of more concerted effort. You see them abandon the 11th engine and start to move over. You see, um, but you guys scurry away onto the Umbral Road. Oof. You guys make it past a regiment and a patrol of guards. Just as you're about to crest over, you stop and hang there for a moment. And as they pass by you, a crisscrossing. Well, not crisscrossing. They move, they move away. And you can see this other regiment coming, but you guys skirt in the roads and start running. I'm going to go all my inspirations. Alrighty. <laughs> um, oh, boy. Within a given amount of time, you guys uh, make press on to the Umbral Door. You try to? Is you just beelining it? How would you like to make it? was two days out here, right? It was a full day mm-hmm. travel. Day there, day back. take another rest. I don't want to go through yeah. that we door. We put as much distance as we can yeah. and find a place off the beaten path. To You're going to take an extended rest on the Umbral Road? I, we all, we'll have to, I think, yeah. unless we just press and forward over. Like no exhaustion, I think. Yeah, right. you guys are threatening exhaustion at this point. Yeah, that would yeah. be true. You yeah. would be exhausted 100%. Yeah. yeah. Because it's still the same day yep. when we fought. And yep. then, yeah. So you guys make your way into the Umbral Road and the coldness greets you. After a safe distance, I'm assuming Francis would turn the sunlight back on. You guys assume, let's say what assume is a safe distance. Uh, with that, we're going to go to break. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we forgot to loot the motherfucking undead dwarf. We didn't have time. <laughs> this is lava corpse. You might have had time. Who knows, right? Um, so let's look at my little thing here. Thank you guys. If you're enjoying the stream night, remember to follow. We would like to thank the following the intrepid VA, Mind Man 0691, Grog Mastersons, Grog Bot, okay. Ellis228, <laughs> The Sudden Death, Andola and the Twitch Buster, Jeff Bomb911. Thank you, Pyromancer, for subscribing. You're welcome. <laughs> thank Five you, K for resubscribing. Uh, thank you to me, who subscribed during our week as well. <laughs> Five months as well. <laughs> um, you know how they do this? They don't actually pay themselves to subscribe. They use 
Twitch Prime. Uh -huh. So if you have for Amazon free. Prime, for free. for free, come subscribe to us, and we're awesome. Um, you can't use it anywhere else, just on our channel. Yeah, it's the only one. We got a deal. It doesn't work anywhere else. We got a deal with it. It only works on our channel. It's exclusive. Jeff Bezos and I are like this. Not really. You're the best friend of his no. mistress, right? Oh, God. Oh, yeah. boy. Let's not. Let's <laughs> <laughs> I'm sitting in worms tonight. Gilly's sitting in worms tonight. We don't need to open another can. And I, I, and I think these people didn't get thank on streams. I don't remember thanking them. Lord Cluck. It was seven days ago. I, th I think they might have streamed on the rebroadcast. Oh, Lord okay. Cluck. Patient Zerov. Yeah, those two followed during the rebroadcast. Oh, so. Thank you guys, guys for following. Um, we'll be back in about 15 or 20 minutes. Uh, yeah. Um, and we've seen some of you in the Discord, and it's yeah. really good to see. So mm -hmm. yeah. make we, sure make sure to check that out. We uber appreciate it. Um, we'll be back. Do, 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 do. <clears throat> Hello, folks. We are back. Uh, we are... We just had some very delicious lemon cake. Yeah. Liz and Rob, uh, I don't know who was the primary baker on this one. Doesn't matter. <laughs> well, Liz was, okay. <laughs> I did uh, the tacos. Oh, my shirt's being tonight. Huh? I did the tacos tonight. Oh, nice. They have fed us with tacos, and I've eaten lemon cake, which is my favorite. It's my birthday tomorrow, and they've already baked me another one. Yeah. <laughs> this is a different <laughs> it's one. It's a different though. one, because yeah. it's different decide. recipes, and I think it'll be better. I don't think this one was lemony enough. I don't know, it was really good. So tomorrow's going to be a little richer because yeah. there'll be lemon curd involved in yeah. meringue. We'll take a picture, post it on social media, yeah. go find me. I can't wait. It's, it's seriously great. Thank you guys. Thank you very much. You guys spoil me. Spoil all of us. All right. So we've returned now with the... Oh, my God. My shirt is bleeding so bad. It's, like, so ridiculous. <laughs> I'm just going to put this sweater on. <laughs> <laughs> then you'll be hot. Yeah, it's all right. I'll open That's it with you. are putting it on backwards. <laughs> <laughs> I do that all the time. So anyway, folks, we're back. This is nice. Disembodied voice. Ooh. <laughs> We've returned. Not even close. We've returned. They have just yeah, defeated the Guardians of the 11th Engine. What is this? The Guardians of the 11th Engine, Stoker Brom and uh, Brund. And the I used to do it better. Furnace. Brom Stroker, you mean? Yeah. <laughs> uh, they Stoker. narrowly Stroker. escaped Excuse the... You. you said Stroker? I did, because I messed it up. Are they nowhere? <laughs> Stroking that. <laughs> we have derailed. Yeah, a little bit. Your Sorry. Oh, isn't it, though? <laughs> it didn't start off strong, and this is not helping it. Sensual. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh, I don't want to tell you what it looks like. All um, right. Now they have nearly, nearly escaped the guards of Ungoli and have made their way a couple hours down the Umbral Road back to Fort Mountain Hall. Near the, um, they're trying to make their way to the Umbral Door, but then are stopping for an extended rest. Mm -hmm. For better yeah. Okay. I don't ask this often. Who would like to helm the first watch? Well, we're in There's, the hot. We can do it in Paris, mm -hmm. actually. Yeah. I, I would, can helm a first watch. I'll, I can watch whenever. I don't care. I'll join her with it. We, we can do it in Paris. There's so many of us now. Uh, who would like to helm the first watch? Raise your hand. Okay. These, those two. Oh, great. <laughs> you almost left her hand. Wow. No, great just, we're great perception. Just we're we're going to be great. You're catching everything. The <laughs> charisma over here. This <laughs> is how we die. Roll perception, folks. Okay. Just, together or? I'll just aid you. Yeah. Okay. I think Francis and I should take watch together. Oh, no. Nothing could go wrong with that. Yeah, that sounds like a terrible okay. idea. 
Let's not. Thank you for that advantage. The green dice did great. So 58. Oh, great. What was your total? 23. Okay. You guys are able to... So you see these creatures that are kind of stalking around in the darkness at the edge of it. And they, whenever you kind of notice that they're there, they scurry away. Can I druid craft them with little puffs of air to basically like shoo? Can they even see us through the hut? The creatures are stalking. Not all creatures are sight based. Okay, Some, okay, okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I was just confused at like how they could see her, see them. That's fine. Never mind. They can smell our fear. Yep. It's very dark here. So or maybe a tiny cloud of. Rain. And then they scurry away. Splash them with water. Francis. Right. Yeah. So uh, well, Druidcraft I think has a range, so no, it can't travel through the hut. <laughs> that's how the hut's working. Unless oh, you're. Oh yeah. Family to it. Yeah. Yeah. No, let's okay. not mess with that. So we will not screw with the hut. First watch closes. Okay. Francis and Gilly should take the next watch, no. obviously. Okay. Civilian subjects <laughs> to this. I'll take the three Civilis, of us then. you want to stay up with us? Yes, I will stay up okay, with Okay, great. If he's going to stay okay. up, I'm going to cast Enhance Ability on Civilius before going to bed. All right. Civilius, helm uh, roll perception with advantage since you have Enhance Ability. Yep. Because <laughs> they won't have to be helping me. Correct. Or watching at all. Correct. <laughs> just making out in the corner. 21. What? I'm just joking. How did that make any sense? She's been hitting on you. 21? 21. Maybe so, for making out. There is this kind of scurrying from the shadow. Comes up against the hut. Falls. Scurries away. So on. Please tell me. Oh, I didn't over. even notice. Yeah. This is why I stayed up to. Well, I mean, geez, have a lot of faith in us. Francis says, oh, well, since we see it's out there now, we can I can just take my blade and we can go kill it. We can kill it in the morning. How does that sound? But why wait? Because we need a rest. Oh. You look a little heart still from that fireball. Yeah. I feel great. <laughs> my god well actually sorry, not my god. The um, power of good and law prevail. I'm sure it will in the morning. This is what lawful stupid looks like. And he's, he's just like, well, you guys have helped me, so I guess I will uh, agree with that. Perfect. So, ha- have you guys been traveling together long? You I've seem pretty time. organized. So, what has it been? A month or so? A few months. A couple months. A few months, yeah. I think it's been two-ish. No more than two, right? (laughs) Three, more than three. Okay, uh, yeah, I knew it was at least It was like two months, I think, when we... It was like a month or two when we started the stream. Roughly. Yeah, because she... It was like a month or two. Okay, wow. Yeah, yeah, you can go watch the first episode where I talk about it, but yeah. Because there was like a two-week period, and yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. So you guys been at this, I believe, two and a half, three months, something like that? It's been quite a while, quite an adventure. Oh, wow. That's a lot's happened in three months, huh? Oh, yes. Very, very much. Well, I have um, served the good Lord Camden for, well, since I was young. He kind of, you know, helped raise me, I guess you would say. Um, But I've never, it's always always been kind of a solo act. I help out with the guard when I can, because, oh, those Warforged are mighty fine. Much like your friend Justice here. They are. Yeah. Just beautiful design. It is. 
I'm meditating right now. Brilliant machines of war. He's just eyeing uh, justice as justice meditates. He's quite the specimen. I'm fully aware that he's checking, like, watching me, too. So I'm just, like, with my eyes open. The wood. Stone. Mm-hmm. So, uh... <laughs> so rough. You wouldn't be asleep that time. I can feel it in the dreams. You should go into his dream. I can't. Oh, no. Not describing that scene. <laughs> Fifteen nice. minutes of not describing half orc and warforged fantasies. You're like, I'd like to run a Tumblr with love. It. Justice, can you stand like the last of the room to leave? What's left of Tumblr would love it. Yeah. Uh, so, um, yeah, he carries on. Uh, well, um, yeah. So, you guys think uh, Fort Mountain Hall is just infested with vampires? You really think that? I mean, we know that almost firsthand. We fought yeah. um, Lady Katia, right? Yeah. And, and like, so... And she seemed the nicest of all. She was helping people in, but it turned out to be just a slaughter. She had a fake floor that dropped out and everything. It was, oh, it's terrible. It was really, really, really... There's a lot and lot of blood. And, oh, like, okay. some of... She was making, like, Warforged version of vampires. It was really bad. Yeah? Yeah, it was, it was a bit small. He grabs his assembly. He's like, we should... Go to hell and kill her twice. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I would not like to go to hell. Undead again. <laughs> undead <clears throat> vampire. You know, I really hate undead. But vampire. I really hate vampires. But I don't know how I'd feel about a an undead. I mean, that's just profane. That's like a corruption. It mm-hmm. is. Yes. That's terrible. See, Warforce are great. Undead are terrible. That's right. And I just can't imagine, why would someone do that? And they had no choice in the matter either. Mm-hmm. They were just turned, they were house servants and stuff that they had just... That's right. It's it's kind of tempting on the mind. Evil. Kind of sexy. Vampires. <laughs> I mean, if, like, in the fantasy realm, sure, maybe. But, like, when you're struck with the reality of it, it's, it's not... It's oh. not it, it. It's not what the books make it out to be. Oh, yeah, they're wait, of course not. No, I mean, I was just saying. Mm-hmm. I go to this bookstore sometime called The Ink, and it has all sorts of romantic fiction. It's a very good bookstore. I've been there before. I've been trying to write my own. Oh, really? Yeah, absolutely. What about? What about? I like to write too. Well, it's about this young half orc who goes off to war, oh. and falls in love with a oh, warforge. Oh. Yeah. What? That's very yeah. sweet. It's terrific. Do you have the papers on Could you read us a passage? No, I left it at home. Do you um, know any from memory? Oh, yeah. You Can you read it out? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I don't know if I'm ready to share it with uh, esteemed writers such as yourselves. Well, well maybe it's we'll always good to share it past your peers. Oh, pure it makes it better. Well. Yeah, peer review. Okay. All right. This chapter is called, well, the book is called The Splinter in the Green. Mm-hmm. Chapter one. The splinter in the green. <laughs> <laughs> this would even make it on the tumbler. Chapter one. It was the best of times. <laughs> it was the worst of times. But mostly the best of times. Because I met my warforged boyfriend. 
that war. That's as far as I got. Wow. Yeah. That's, that's very good. What do you think about that opening? It's a perfect opening. I think that will stand the test of time. Mm -hmm. And then I, I kind of skipped ahead a few chapters to this scene, where yeah. <laughs> we talk about caressing. Oh, okay. Yeah. How's that go? <laughs> <laughs> he reads it to you. <laughs> Wow, yeah. that is, uh, you should share that with Justice. And I think you'd find that very interesting. They both finish exasperated by Moonlight. Wow. I'm, I'm mentally screaming right now. <laughs> so, <yep>. The music, <laughs> my God. Oh, the music. <laughs> it's so long. It's so long. <laughs> we need to turn it up so we can hear it. When it Okay, I fixed the music. Does <laughs> <laughs> someone have a stroke? <laughs> <laughs> did you have a <laughs> You're welcome for that. Fucking <laughs> making me and I built it all myself. <laughs> I fully expect this oh, to be myself. completely written by the next section. That's right. We'll uh, see. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> My free time? It's, it's, mostly, it's just like mostly pictures. What do you really do work at? I write novels. Smut novels for my D&D. <laughs> Got it. You know what? It would actually probably make more money than I do now. <laughs> I'll be right back. Anyway. Um, so that conversation happened and, and now exists on the internet. Uh, and, yeah. So, well, so, Phyllis, it's really an honor to meet you. Um, you know, you're a legendary warrior. I was really impressed with everything you. you did. Yeah. Thank you for uh, my best and rushing forward and saving my sister firm foremost. I don't know if I would have gotten there in time. Yeah, no, it was a... It was a good idea, and I'm glad it worked out and every everything turned out safe. Yeah. Sound Did you just say your okay. own idea was a good idea? Uh-huh. Yeah. Sabisa's a little arrogant. <laughs> oh, well, uh, yeah, just thanks again, and, you know, it's, it's great to meet you, and, um, yeah. So, uh, would you like an autograph? Oh, no, I mean, well, yeah, I would. <laughs> sure. Perfect. Sure, I mean, I'll might as well. You. And I will sign your book. Oh! When it's finished. Oh, yeah, sure, I'll send you a copy. Perfect. Yeah. Gil, you sound so far away. Civilians, I really think that it's authors who signed their books for for oh, you. Oh no, you must be mistaken. No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's okay. It's not how this works, Civilius. You when he finishes his book, too. he signs it for you. It's okay. I read a because lot of books. Because then he'll be the famous author. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you sign his book. But the Trust signature, me, it's how it works. I'll give your book a review, and then everyone will read it. There we go. God, that's awfully nice. And I'll sign it. All right. Well, it's the least I... Two for one. All right. Well, you're just... That's terrific. Oh, well, I sure am tired. You should probably get your rest. And you see him, he flops over. <laughs> <laughs> Falls asleep. Oh, my God. Can you leave your sunblade on? No. Yeah, it stays on. Okay, good. He just, he just hugs it. Oh, gosh, I'm picturing... 
I know it's not this. I'm just picturing a lit lightsaber. Sunlight, I think, is composed of pure sunlight. Yeah. In my mind, it is because it's finesse. So how else is it going to be? Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's all radiant, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, no, it's not even a... It, it even it, says... It's, yeah, it's not a metal like, sword. It's no, yeah, it's literally, it's just yeah. a hell... Yeah, I'm just yeah. picturing, like, oh. how dangerous a lightsaber is. He just got it. tugging it. So, morning, I guess, comes... Oh, oh sorry, did you have something? Go yeah. ahead. Sorry. So, Francis is sleeping. Yeah. Hey, hey, Justice. Yes? So, so, so what do you think of Francis? What, seems... what do you think about him? He seems like a capable warrior. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. He was very, very skilled with that blade. Indeed he was. He's good at handling blades. That's right, that's right. Finesse. He has the, quite the amount of finesse. Mm-hmm. He seems to be quite infatuated with my kind. Perhaps he would be a good ally. I think he'd be a wonderful ally for you. That's right. Maybe something more. In time. Gilly, I'm sorry to break this to you, but my kind do not... We are unable to do those kinds of things. I do not have those... Well, I personally do not have those desires. I know the other of my kind do tend to pair off. I have never really given it much thought myself. I mean, So you say you're aromantic? I've never had the desire. That's aromantic. I will take your word for it. One word, not two words. A romantic, yes. Right? Indeed. But I mean, you're learning to joke and you're learning more about emotion and stuff. Maybe in time, you'll... Perhaps. Yeah, like, you know, how I was saying before about, like, being more than just a tool and all that. Indeed. They never really give us much of an outlet for any other emotion besides, well... Those that made us more efficient killers. So I've not honed my ability to interpret my... But you've learned to play the violin. Indeed I have, and I... And you've learned to enjoy that for yourself. That is correct. So perhaps in time... (laughs) I love this, I'm just so... Oh, sorry. I will remain... Open-minded. Of course. Yes, I can remain open-minded. Um, he's as he's like, oh. I'm like, um, he seems like he would be a good ally to have. And he's very sweet. His is good intention. His affinity for my kind is honestly quite uncommon amongst the surface dwellers. At most, people are neutral towards us, but he seems to have more of a positive inclination. There you go. So perhaps he and I could, if he does not get himself killed first, could remain friends. I appreciate you helping me explore these aspects of my life. You're welcome. I'm just like. I'm here to talk whenever. <laughs> I'm just like cross like looking at Sophilius and Gilly like, so what do you think? Was <laughs> um, there anything else? Just you know. Remember, I can do magical messaging now, so, you know, if you want to ever get a message after we part ways, or, you know, maybe he can just adventure with us all the time. I'm just saying. 
Let us escape from Fort Mountain Hall with our lives first, and then we can evaluate if we need yet another adventuring companion. Oh, I suppose. We will have to play again once we get out of the mountain. And I'll close my eyes. <laughs> we know you're still awake. Yeah. <laughs> That's and, uh, literally it. <laughs> You guys rest for some time. You're assuming it's roughly daytime. You're really you're losing track of day. None of you have keen minds, so you really are not sure what time of day and whatnot it is. Were you gonna continue or? Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. It's okay. It's okay. So so like when should should we should we like start a pool? Ooh, that's a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. I think I think they're gonna fall for each other like right away. I'm pretty sure it's gonna happen. Oh, it's gonna take time. Gillian still doesn't grasp humor. You're asleep! Gillian Sibelius, I must. This is a required conversation. You decided you were done with this conversation. We're talking now. (laughs) You're talking in the same room as me. Yes, but you decided. You guys can cast a message back and forth. No one will hear it. There you go, because I'm made aware of my surroundings. That's the thing. I'm not asleep. I'm just. I'm literally just sitting in the room across from you. We know you're not asleep, but you decided you were done with the conversation. Of course. You don't get to come back into it now. Cast silence. <laughs> the worst. I think you're 15 foot cube, but what do you got in you too? <laughs> yes. He should! Why don't they keep talking? They cast silence! Like, oh yeah, you can't back out. Counter spell. Counter spell. I've got three level spots left. Counter spells. <laughs> <laughs> It's okay, because I've got pencil and paper anyway. Could have just continued our conversation. Just drawing dick pics. That's basically what you're doing. Drawing, illustrating the fanfic. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> My life. This is happening. It is. This is, this is on the internet forever. So... Okay. We're good. You guys wake the next day um, and begin to travel to back to the other door. Go right over there. Yes, that was great. It was something. It could be described as great. (laughs) Those are words. (laughs) And it would be factual. Also words. All right. Wanda, magic missiles. So you guys have already traveled this way before you finish your extended rest. Um, And with the help of the sunlight and the fact you guys are all very dangerous, you eventually arrive back at the Emerald Door. I mean, you are level nine. There's six of you. Five of you. She, Sarah's not level nine. We are dangerous. The door is, of course, shut. Did she give us a secret knock? You know, we didn't think of that ahead of time. No. Can we just push on it and hope for the best? Maybe she leaves it unlocked. Did we want to try oh, to no. pass our room using stealth? I was spending too much time with the paladin. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk to the door. Ask it to open for I think, us. As was demonstrated previously, it would be highly unlikely that we are unable to sneak past the king. I believe that if Francis here made any deal with her in terms of the blade, it will be him who has to decide what he does. So, Francis, greater invisibility, get away from. No, true sight, ledge, never mind. Yeah, all sorts of things there. I, I believe it will be unlikely that we're able to sneak through the umbral door. I mean, no. we can leave him there. <clears throat> Don't think that works, though. I'm... Listen, I made a deal. I'm not going to go back on it. All right. 
fight. How are you going to kill all those vampires in Fort Mountain then? Well, I plan. Here's my plan. Let's go through the humble door. And when she, Carla, Carliza, your your cousin, asks for the king, when the king asks for my blade, I'm going to ask politely but firmly to keep it. I don't think that will work on her. Well, have you? When's the last time you tried to ask for something nicely, politely, and firmly, Sobelius? You know. Mm. He's got you. Manners go very far. True. Yeah. All right. We'll try. Don't you? Do we have anything else that we could give her instead of the blade? Nope. Well, I've got this amulet, but she didn't. You said that pretty quickly. Nope. Didn't even have to think about that one. Yep. She had asked for powerful information, but I do not know if we possess anything that would be of value to her. And she also seemed to be big on the nature of the deals. She made this deal with Francis and not us. I mean, maybe we can at least try to explain what happened. We know a name of one of the keeper of the tomes. Mrs. Kilgas. Not an inconsiderable level of information. Yeah. Yeah, we don't care about Mrs. Kilgas anymore, right? Unless they become allies. So. They will become allies. Doesn't <laughs> 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 that oh, seem no. unwise? Poor, poor decision. I'm not. I mean, listen, I'm not all that experienced in these things, but that sounds like a bad idea even to me. <laughs> um. Mrs. Kilgas riding on the lich, riding on the Draco lich. <laughs> also, didn't Morgan make some kind of deal with Mrs. Kilgas as well, so... I don't know what that can entails, so... Nobody mm-hmm. does. Neither do I. Um, well, you haven't forgotten about it. <laughs> yes, I haven't forgotten about it. We know. Um, um, um... Oh, God. I guess we'll try to trade whatever information we can come up with with her. Well, did you guys hear the same thing I did when we released Mr. Bones? And that was. I was a little bit fixated on the moment. That's okay. Um, so, whatever demon was in that volcano that thankfully we didn't end up fighting, somehow, I'm still a little fuzzy on those details, (laughs) (laughs) Um, Marissa was able to get past it. Um, to help smooth Mr. Bones' passing. Um, and she specifically said, I'm going to try to remember it word for word, uh, that she could have had dominion over all things. She chose not to and to let it go. Right, I remember something to that effect. Hmm. Yeah, that's the whole yeah. point of the arresting light. He... But Mr. Francis is like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, but what happens when the arresting light fails? Oh, well, the, the world gets thrown back into a mishmash of chaos, as I understand it. Like, it's like you take five different kinds of pudding, and you pour them all together. Well, that just sounds delightful. No, I mean... Could, it depends when you put pistachio and chocolate together. It's right? ni so good. Yeah. And then imagine you're allergic to all but one flavor. Oh, that sounds terrible. Bad pudding. Mm. That does sound like bad pudding. Mm. Mm-hmm. And I would know. My family's in the hospitality <laughs> business. Yeah, yeah. So 
don't mix five kinds of pudding, especially if you're allergic to like four of them. Right. So how much is your aunt going to know that the, the arresting light is failing and will f- fail? Cousin. Cousin. Uh, Sorry. Uh, uh, she's in contract, contact with Modru, so probably she's all of that. She's probably fully aware of it by now. Especially since she passed through it. She was passed through, through it. it and Congrats. was raised by him. I mean... Probably the reason that was able to happen is because the whole thing's starting to break down. Correct. Or maybe that contributed to breaking it down. There's I don't know. Anyway, too far above my pay grace. That we could give her. Because have we seen the, the, the... So there is the tower that Naz has a minion over. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's the tower are. outside of Kragmandu. Mm-hmm. There's Still the time. tower... Other tower that we've seen. Have we seen the one here? Roll intelligence. We'll do big dice for that one. Straight intelligence. Big boy. Big boy. Okay. Find out, won't we? Uh, 15. Uh, so you're like, you know, kind of think of it, we haven't. But remember that whole storm catch, air spire, traverse junction kind of thing we passed through? I guess that's probably it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're using theirs as an air spire slash uh, teleportation citadel. So basically, they have huh. no wizards, so they just there's no well, there's like into a thing. Yeah, there's the Baron who oh, there's the Count Dracul who oversees it and things like that. But yeah, because <clears throat> yeah. okay. it's part of the Titanlands, it's outside of the Mountain Door. Well, I think it is unfortunate losing such a potent magic item. We perhaps risk doing more harm by arming her with potent information. She said it must be world-changing. And I do not know how trustworthy your cousin is, but what is At to this stop point, her... I don't even know my cousin. Exactly. What is to stop her from simply saying that information is not good enough and claiming the artifact for herself anyway? Hey, we've gotten to where we need to go. Why don't we just kill her? Uh, I believe that's that she's already way. dead. However, I don't think we can do that and live. She would most likely obliterate us. Francis pipes up. He's like, "Hey, I made the deal. It's my son Blake. I'm just gonna give it. Up. I'm just gonna have to ask politely and make the most of it." So, speaking of asking politely, <laughs> should we see what she knows about the blood moon? Because it seems important, Maybe and I feel she... like she might know. You can try. Yeah. I mean, she wants something in return for everything, so. We can give it a shot. If she requests additional information or additional sacrifice, then we say no thank you. Francis is now knocking on the door. After a few seconds. Now now visitors' relations are all closed. No visitors, distant relations. Yeah. Party business, or what, we went to the wrong umbral door. How did we manage to get across the entire continent in a day? Look at how wide the thing is. The umbral door cracks open. You guys may enter if you wish. Yep. Hello. I'm going. Step on in. Yep. Into the dark. Let's see. The um the sun the sun blade and now is at I believe he's been making it thirty feet for most of the time and you can see it disperses and pushes back the magical darkness into that little bead. You guys all stand in the room. 
and we die. Yeah. Hello, and welcome back. The door closes behind you. I see you have returned in one piece. Indeed we have. Yep. She just steps out of the shadows that are remaining. <clears throat> I hope that your journey to Ungoli was most fruitful. It was. You have settled your business, taken care of your affairs. And what do we have? for all your assistance. I was wondering if, now that you've done me such a good favor, out of the kindness of your heart, could you just let me uh, keep the blade? And you just see Carliza look at you. And she goes like this, and the sun blade flies, <laughs> landing in her hand. <sighs> this blade is singular in its creation. It is a weapon prized ever since the Divine Revolution. It is one of the single greatest weapons against my kind. It is both a blade for the strong, and she points it to Francis, and for those of a more agile breed, she points it to you, and to you. To you and to you. <laughs> <clears throat> oh, things are happening. Nope. My computer shot off. Did someone click a button? Oh, I think it might have hit the power strip on my phone. It's oh. right up oh. to. We're still up. It didn't. It didn't. It was the. It was the monitor. Yeah, it was the monitor. Yeah, the How about the microphone? <laughs> is the microphone working? Uh, yes, it is. I can see it bouncing. Ooh. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Let's. Me the the monitor it's gets right in front of my feet. Okay, that's okay. We're good. It hasn't gone out. Cool. So, it would be a great victory for me to reclaim this blade. But in truth, this petty object does not threaten me as much as it threatens those whom I rule. And one of them, and the blade begins to spin around her. She just seems to be wielding it with the simplest, just, uh, the simplest act of will. 
spinning around her, a literal lightsaber just... Yep, mm-hmm. yep. great. Oh, man. And yet, those who would pay me allegiance with one of their hands has betrayed me with another. And the sunblade flies. <laughs> Continues to spin. You have defeated the Lady Katia. And the reason that I did not destroy you for your insolence is because her and her supervisor, the Baron Kevin Anders, have pledged their true hearts to another. He rules over the region that supervises Trivestment Tower. And lo and behold, behind my back, he has allowed the Cratons and the infamous Duplicroy to make inroads against me in my city. As I understand it, from the whispers I hear in the dark and the things I see in the realms of shadow, we might have a mutual enemy. So, the sun blade begins to slowly spin, actually like this. It, got, it just starts to float slowly towards Francis's face. <sighs> I believe that we can come to an arrangement. What are your <clears throat> What are your terms? I would like the Baron Kevin Anders to be destroyed. His wife destroyed. His house burned to the ground and all of its residents. And he and his wife are both vampires? Yes. Both of them? Yes. Inside check. She's telling the truth. Okay. And then once you are done defeating the Baron, the Baron Anders, I want you to make your way to Trivestment Tower and destroy it. Burn it to the ground. Clear out its inhabitants by whatever means necessary. And bring, begin bring the financial empire of the Croy and the Cratons to its knees. <clears throat> Can you please elaborate on the way in which you have come to be at odds with the Cratons and the Croy? I rule this city. Its barons, its lords, its ladies pay liege to me. They tithe to me. And yet, many coins have not made their way to my coffers. Resources, whispers, armed men, magic items have not made their way to my coffers. They have been diverted. And that snake, Kevin Anders, has passed on crucial information of my identity to Miss Duplicroy. And Miss Angela Creighton. And that I cannot abide. The, uh, the dead keep this hollowed city. The living own no purchase here. And I won't have that upseated by some Dalmarian ups- upstart. and the most cruel humans to ever walk the face of this country. Don't know what that's this. Oh, it's the dungeon place.
and the train. <laughs> there was a train. Yeah. I'm actually cold enough. I don't know about you guys. Yeah, you can close that. So. Let's do it. <clears throat> Some hot little drops. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I'll look to the group and I'll say, well, it would seem that the enemy of our enemy is our friend. It does. Or at least less of an enemy. I mean, she's fantastic. I may be a lich. I may have pledged myself to Modru out of my vanity and lust for power. But I'm still an Amastasia in some way. And I'll be dead again before I see the Cratons get them own this town like they've owned so many others. Anything that I can do to stick my thumb in the eye of the Cratons, I would be glad. This does seem like a mutually beneficial situation for us both. The blade is still spinning, and you can see Francis is just like, oh, oh boy. I will allow the half-orc to keep his blade for the duration of your mission, and upon successful completion, he may keep it thereafter. That is most generous. Mm-hmm. Any information that you can provide on Kevin Anders would be greatly appreciated. <sighs> he is a vampire. His of wife course. is a vampire. His house is guarded. And he has several layabouts and partier types who are also vampires. He has a human servant known as the Butcher. And his crypts keep up undead abominations. Is he running the same operation Lady Katya was running? No. He is, uh, well, he is not as powerful as Lady Katya. As 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 it might surprise you. Lady Katya was a formidable vampire. The dark gift braced her quicker than I've seen most. And beyond that, she was a very gifted bard. Kevin Anders produces, prefers to seduce his meal out of his victims. He's quite attractive for a human. Well, former human. As we remove threats to the human and living in this town and they multiply what will you do with them since they have no stake in your city the chattel will continue to be carted off the prisons will continue to be filled and business will continue as normal how does that make you any better than the gish was a time when such words would steal my heart that I would care to prove myself better than the human scum I no longer care I only care about the balance of power between me and anyone else who wishes to make inroads into my town 
I can see the disdain and discomfort on your faces. But I assure you, your opinion of me weighs less than sunlight. And the blade goes, it goes dim. It would seem that we have some vampires to kill. Indeed. Just, what, just wish it wasn't at the uh, expense of others under oppression. We fight one battle at a time, Selena. <sighs> Distasteful. And I'll leave. Carliza pauses. She looks over at Sevilius. For successful completion of this mission, in addition to allowing Francis to keep the Sunblade, I will free 100 prisoners and give them a 16-month stipend and send them on their way. I will also apply the one-year moratorium on mandatory sentences. That was quite generous. How many prisoners are there in total? 25,000. Hundreds almost a drop in the bucket. She said it before you left. She was doing it to stop you. Got it. You can feel that kind of pull of manipulation as you know you've been as a little... (laughs) Can we make it 1,000? These people are not lazy. They're willing to work. And you've created a situation where they are desperate enough to work for food and clothing and safety for their children. Even though it is just a different kind of oppression. Ask them to work. I bet they would. But if they try to leave, let them. You have to feed them and clothe them anyway. You're not losing any money. But then you create a potentially sustainable system that even if it's no better than what it was before, makes you a little bit better than the Gish. Persuasion with advantage. That's hot. 
I got goosebumps. Goosebumps get advantage. That's the rule. Come on, fall for that math. Um, you said persuasion? Yeah. That only gives me a 12, because I rolled a natural one and a nine. Uh, well, rolls what you roll. She looks over. She looks over at your suggestion, a thousand. She looks back. She glances over at Sevilius. you'll find they're more productive when they have a semblance of freedom no matter how fake it is. I think you'll find Miss Alakom freedom can be its own prison. Always. And some people are thankful for their chains. And the blade now drops and Francis is like, oh, oh, thank you. further, you may leave my sight. Gilly's gone. I'll see you again, cousin. Enjoy your dark. And I woke up. She says something elvish. She says, As you guys part away from the uh, uh, the Emerald Door through the King's Course and out into the Warrens, I am a shitty gish. Come on, <laughs> yes, shit, you are a shitty gish. Yeah. yeah. Um, you guys, your thoughts, Francis, like, well, that was awfully, awfully nice of her. I guess we get to kill vampires, keep the sword. That's a win. Yeah. Yeah. I have more thoughts on the matter, but I will share them when we are Correct. in privacy. Yes. Yes. Correct. Do so you guys return to your inn? Can I go back to the ship? Yeah. So, um, I... The music just... <laughs> intense as she goes to the ship. <gasps> go into the ship! Making a way up to the spot. I, it, depending on what we want to do immediately, I'd like to, to go back to the ship. I don't have to... You don't have to come with me. We'll, we'll start the kind of wind down here. Last kind of closing scenes. Mm-hmm. We can all go back. I know you're wanting to check on. Oh. Yeah. Of course. It makes no difference to me. You go to the ship? Is, who's going to the end? Who's going to the ship? Um, I believe we should stay together. Yeah. Yeah. Let us make our way that, to the ship. That's probably smart. All right. You guys go ahead and return to the ship that is docked. Um, 
As you return to the ship, you um, Alric is there, uh, Glitch is there, uh, Morgan does not seem to be there. Um, yeah, what would you like to just do? Um, I was going back to checking on Alric, see how he was doing. <sighs> he sits up on his bed, he he's just reading something. Oh, you're back. For a minute. He just kind of sits up. Gives you a little kiss, you know, a little hug. He doesn't like to stand too much. He's still pretty weak. Uh, was your uh, journey below most fruitful? We not only accomplished our own mission, but another's. Oh, that's a day well spent. A day or two. Yeah, we were busy. Um, I wanted to make sure you knew where we were in town, and and uh, um. In a shop here, we had found a, a ring of spell story. Mm-hmm. I might see if we can get another um, for you to be able to additionally protect yourself before your magic comes back. You can borrow mine. Oh, that would be awfully uh, kind of you. Those are, those are mighty expensive items, if memory recall, memory serves. Well, Not that my memory's much good. You didn't remember poorly this time. Um, I, I don't know if I can find another, but if I can, um, I wanted to see if you'd be okay with that. Oh, yeah, I would say um, <laughs> it's quite nice, uh, but my magic is starting to return and a little ball of light hovers above his hand. Bit by bit, I'll get there. Well, it's more about we keep encountering more things, all the places you think are safe or not. That sounds about right. So, I also had another question for you. Yeah. And I'll pull out the Staff of Lesser Healing. Whew. Yeah? I've been carrying and using this. Are you okay with that? Yeah, I mean, that thing is... Yeah, I don't think I want to hold that anymore. <laughs> okay. But it, I guess it's technically yours, so I thought I should ask permission, and I didn't the last time. Well, that's okay. Um, I, I think that's you're, you're just as thoughtful as I remember. Um, no, that's okay. I don't, wanna, I don't want anything from her, <laughs> me, anymore. Um, you can take it all. I'll find new things when I get my strength back. Um, well, you can start with something that should have no memory for you. Hmm. I'll hand him the scimitar. If I think it, you think you can train and use it. He's like, I used to swing one of these every now and then. (laughs) Yeah, I'll keep. I'll keep it. Near my bed, at least, in case any bandits show up. <laughs> it's it's been useful in a few scuffles, as a just in case. It's quite well made. Where did you find this? <sighs> the Lane Consortium of all places, if that's a name that sparks any bells. I've I've never heard of such a thing. I'm not sure anyone has, except for the very very wealthy or very very stupid. I haven't decided yet. <laughs> <laughs> He looks at his pockets. He's like, well. I think uh, we had a bit of both when that happened. 
Um, if you remember, I told you we we traveled through time. That's right, and you met that pink fella. Yeah. Wow. And then one of our number went off to apprentice right. with him. The Dryden feller. Yeah. Mm. That yeah. is a wild time you've had. Um, and uh, I thought we had done that twice, but no, just the once. I think the second time was all magic. Uh, all magic. Well, not that the first time wasn't, but... <laughs> <laughs> Isn't everything magic in this world? Some, yeah. For better or for worse. Thank you, Salib. Um. So. And then... Do you... I'm sorry. This is incredibly awkward. Is your friend, um... Oh, God. Sparrow. Mm -hmm. Um... Justice. Is he around? I think he's on the ship. He came back with me. Does he make you uncomfortable? No, 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 no. Um... It's just, whenever you get done with your business here in Fort Mountain Hall, before we get to Gish, I'd like to have a conversation with him. Um, didn't you say something about a bird mask? A bird man. He is a bird man. It's uh, the, the word sparrow. That's what they call him. I'm, I, I mix up terms all the time. That's okay. Warforged. Yeah. They were created right before you disappeared. Yeah. He is a sparrow model. It makes me think of him as a, a bird man. <laughs> okay. I, uh, I was worried it was another identity he wasn't... Nope. ...telling us about. He's quite shifty at times. Just, just before, just before, um, just before we get to Gish, I'd like to talk to him about some things I'm remembering. <laughs> okay. It's a secret Kenkin. You know what? You don't know till you ask. <laughs> oh. He says, says, well, I'm just tired already. Oh, there's so much. So much. Um, I have something difficult I might ask of you before your magic's back. It won't require anything but some emotional stability from you. I'm at your command. Um, I think in your exchange... And your your travels as a Moira, um, you gained a sister. Yeah, uh, Cassandra. Um, oh, I'm I was yes, she was Cassandra. Uh, I was Fonzia. She doesn't know if Fonzia isn't Fonzia. That is something. Um. I would love to to help give her closure, um, and I have the ability to communicate with her through dreams, like I've done with you. Yeah, I've never had a dream before. Elves don't dream. That was an interesting experience. I picked up a few weird things, and it just keeps coming. Yeah. Um. But. Uh, I think I can ask anybody to be a messenger. I see. And if you think you have enough memory of the pretend childhood of Fonzia and Cassandra, that you might be able to connect with her in a way that I wouldn't be able to 
and I mean, we'd say bring her up to speed, but it's not the compassionate way of, of letting her know that those around her are distrustful, they're um, not worthy of trust. Understood. And, and do not have her best interests at heart, no matter how much I hate the Moira family for what they've done. I think that outside of her own evil, she was a pawn as much as any of the rest of us. I could certainly give it a try. So, just an evening that you have some of your strength, you've had a nice quiet day. Sure. And same goes for you. I don't get quiet days. I'll, I'll think about it. Thank you. Alrighty. Is there anything else anyone wishes to do on the airship? <clears throat> Figure I might as well talk to Glitch. Okay. Oh, you're back. It's wonderful to see you, Gilly. It's nice to see you too. How are you doing? Uh, I am uh, doing pretty well, all things considered. Been a been a wild ride these past few days, weeks, and months. Something on your mind? You know... I figure out how to answer that question you asked me the other night. Or yesterday morning. It's... There's been a lot of darkness. I'm not sure what day it is anymore. Um, yeah, uh, I think, I think it's better if we have that chat, because I know you said you were afraid that I'd leave or that you'd lose me, but if that's what we're basing everything on. That's not... That's not fully honest. So what would you wish to know? Well, first, do you have an answer to the question that I asked you? And what was that? You said you didn't want to lose me, but why? Being stuffed into this um, meat carcass-like body that I'm in has altered my perception. Passing through the arresting light, touching the earth, the soil, and being around people, laughing, laughing, and, and singing and feeling has made me soft in all manner of ways. I, um, have not, <laughs> I have not, uh, had a feeling of any attachment in a very long time. In fact, I don't even think I remember. I certainly don't remember the life I was before my soul was made into Glitch Tohanakis, but I imagine that at some point I was alive and felt this way, but I don't remember it. Um, I just, when you're around, I'm happier. 
when you hurt, I feel I feel hurt. Um, my day is brighter when you are around, and my world is a little dimmer whenever you leave. Um, and if you left, well, then it'd be darker for a lot longer, and I don't think I want that to happen. Okay. Uh, I'm sure I need to do some practicing for uh, for the concert coming up. Do you think maybe, um, maybe tomorrow we could work on it at the Golden Stoutman? Sure. I'll come by. I'll make sure that that's actually in the cards for us. I'll hang out. I'll bum around until you show up. You always do eventually. Okay. I think that would be nice. Maybe I'll hang out with Nas. Yeah, Naz is around. I heard. Gave me that package that got blown up. I think that'll help with Fonzia. Not Fonzia, with explaining Fonzia and Alaric to Cassandra. Perfect, perfect, perfect. Great. Terrific. I'll see you at the Golden Salmon. We can talk more then. Okay. Alrighty. Uh, with that, and is anyone else anything else anyone wishes to do on the airship? Not on the airship. Alright. You guys eventually make your way back down to the Golden Salmon to recuperate. Uh, whenever you arrive to your respective rooms, just as you and Naz are staying in the same room. I can't remember if anyone else was staying with you, but. Nope, just us. Uh, as you enter, there's this. Um, and you can see there's this kind of gentle haze of moisture. It's a mist all around. In the center of this room is Naz, and she seems to be kneeling on. Um, she's on her knees. Um, she seems to be in a kind of trance or prayer. There are four or five or maybe even six or seven, it's kind of hard to tell through the obscured terrain, figures that are also made of mists, roughly her size. And you can hear voices all throughout the room. Like a chatter of a cafe. Whenever the door opens, she puts her head up and the mist fades. Oh. I did not realize uh, you were going to be back um, already. I'm so sorry stopped. if I interrupted something. No, that's okay. I was just holding a kind of counsel. Hmm. Was your journey to Beyond the Umbral Door fruitful? Indeed, we were able to free someone who had been enslaved for a long time. And also, incidentally, were able to ensure the freedom of many, many more. Oh, that's, that's good. That's a day or two well spent, isn't it? Yeah. Um, that's great. Um, I uh, have 
been seeing the sights, I guess you could say. I, how can I say this? I have been around town and seen some of the local architecture and people, as one is wont to do whenever they arrive in a new place. Um, yep. And what are your thoughts? Uh, the dwarves spend a lot of time making things look nice rather than functional. It's a very difficult city to navigate. It's annoying. I also found it confounding. Yeah. And the bellows make a lot of noise. Have you you been by the establishment known as the Flatulent Onkeg? No. I stayed away from the Noxious Rose. When I tried to venture forth, it just stung my nostrils, so I turned it around. Yes, I heard from my companions that need to breathe that it was quite unpleasant. Mm. Anyway. No, you didn't interrupt anything. I was con- I was communing with the other um, mistresses of the miss. Uh, the ones who had hold this office prior, seeking their wisdom. It's something I have to do often. It's a very difficult job. Indeed. Are you able to tap into the collective wisdom of all previous mistresses? Yes. Is that an ability that you gain when you take on the mantle? Um, yes, yes, it is. It is part of my. It is part of the training I received as the mistress of the mist. As a, I will ask you a question, and maybe it is merely semantics. I always hear you use the term "mistress of the mist." Are they all female? Um. I, I, it's difficult to answer the question all, as I have not personally sat with each one as when they were living and asked them of their respective identities. But the, the yes, um, all mistresses, at least that is the title. I uh, personally do not really see myself as a mistress or a woman. I mostly allow people to call me a she or her mistress and all that because it's just easier. Um, but, and uh, I... But because I keep my hair long and it is sometimes fiery and my features are not very uh, square or pronounced, I people often see me as a woman, which is fine. I have nothing against being a woman. It's just I don't really see myself as fully woman. I do find it odd their preoccupation with labels. They, hmm. When I was first made, I've come to learn that I was mostly in contact with males, and they use the term he, mm-hmm. and the other living creatures feel the need to use such terms, so I simply do it for, what would you say, their comfort. It is easier not to explain every time, mm-hmm. and they find the terms it to be somewhat degrading. Mm. Which is understandable. The it is usually referred to objects and strange creatures. Indeed. But I suppose if you see yourself as more of an object than a humanoid, it would be an acceptable term. I have no opinion on the matter. I suppose in the way that you superficially resemble what they would call female is the same reason they call me male. I do not have fair features. No, but you are still a remarkable martial artist and athlete indeed I do not believe that would have any bearing on my gender now would it no would you like to spar 
I would, but before I teach you yet another lesson in the martial arts, <laughs> um, I want to be honest with you because you are my only friend. Um, I have always found the title Mistress of the Mist also increasingly strange. Um, I have been in this office for as long as I have been alive. Um, I was not young at any one point in time in my life. Um, I was not trained. I was not a little girl or a little person. Um, the Mistress of the Mist is a reincarnated entity. Um, when we get old, senile, or corrupt, or what have you, uh, they simply just, there is a ritual performed, and the person is reincarnated. It's as simple as that. So, I have always been this old. In the Mistress of the Mist office, you don't age, um, but you do eventually succumb to old age, although your lifespan is... But I've always looked like this. Um, so, Mistress, Man, Lord, I don't care. I'm just Naz. I'm just old Naz. I've just made a fist. Naz, when I asked you if you would grow old and expire, that is what you meant. Yes. I feel changes. I mean, I'm 135. I'm not a spring chicken anymore. But I've got some time left. And I would like the next time if I re reincarnated, um, when I commune with myself again, and all the other previous versions of me, I hope it doesn't take me 135 years next time to make a friend. If you, you may live a very long time. And if you should hear that I were to die, um, and then you hear that my mantle is taken up again. Perhaps, if you were so inclined and still alive, you would come, and we could spar. And it would take less than 135 years to have a friend. Naz, if I'm understanding how this works correctly, if you ever find that you are nearing the end of your time in this form. Do not let it be something that I merely find out about. I would prefer to be there to support you if that is something that you would want. During your passage. I would appreciate that. So, are you ready to be humiliated? And she readies herself. Naz, I they believe, ready themselves. Excuse me. Naz, I believe that you will find that I've become much more formidable since the last time we sparred. <laughs> yep. And I think that's where we'll end tonight's session. We'll pick back up with any other scenes next week. I'm going to teleport the shit around that room. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. She took oh, it so outside. She... <laughs> All right. yeah. Don't destroy it. okay there, Alex? Yeah, you motherfuckers. <laughs> Stop it. Corey Hickson followed. Thank you, Corey. Thanks, Corey. Corey. Corey is a terrific member of Variant Roles. He is uh, my mutual on Twitter. I love him to death. He follows Alexis. Your mutual. Yeah, yeah. He is just literally the best. The, the best. 
and uh, we, we love you, Corey. <sighs> that was a doozy of an episode. Uh, I hope... I would just actually like to step away. I hope that... I've made some mistakes when representing Naz. There was one time I called them a bloke, um, and I've, I've tried to represent non-binary characters better as I've played, and I'm learning. Um, and I think Naz, from now on, will be asserting themselves as purely of them. So, Good. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. And if you are a non-binary or trans creator and would like to be on one of our shows sometimes, reach out to us. That way we can have real, real people like that on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Really, it, I would, yeah. I oh. would speak for the group and say if you are creator and you have really anything to bring to us, yeah. no harm in asking. Yep. Mm-hmm. I mean, worst thing we do is compromise and find a, a better mutual avenue. Yeah. Exactly. So. so. Absolutely. That was a wonderful episode. <laughs> uh, I'm. I figured the only person like that could speak up would either be him or the terrible gish just putting the gish down. Economic <laughs> plot resolutions. My <laughs> shit right there. <laughs> That's harder than a diamond in an ice storm. Before we go, follow and share the stream. Let people know, like, hey, there's this really cool stream. That, like, is Ghost of the Machine? They're really cool. And, you know, other content is out there, too, and it's really great. And don't forget about tomorrow. Yes, it's my birthday. 7 p.m. Matt's birthday. We'll be here playing Tell the Ray. There will be a <laughs> Just one red balloon. Don't worry one. about it. No, 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 no. Made of blood. No. Nish Luft Balloons. No. Luftballoons. How about 99? No. No, no, no. Nish Luft Balloons. Because 99 red balloons. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, sure. Kirk. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, no, we have a balloon for about dedicated happy birthday balloon that may or may not need more Wait, I, great, I greatly great. appreciate Alexis rushing to get this prepped and everything and I appreciate everyone setting aside time for my birthday to play and I really look forward to revisiting Taldori having fun and so we'll be back here is it going to be 7pm tomorrow 7pm yeah. central 8pm eastern 5pm pacific we'll be back and yeah so stick if you're just now tuning in stick around for the rerun so two hours earlier than critical role normally would be Right, because there's no critical role tonight, hey. so come here That's for right. your Taldori. That's right. Come get your Taldori the fix over here. Of what it okay yeah, what's be? the theme? Well, what huh? so, here's what happened. If, this is now going to be the third one shot, and yeah. they're all loosely connected. connected. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So there's two characters that have been in all, it will have been in all three as of tomorrow, and that is Duke and Venom, played by Matt and Chase, respectively. Yeah. And when we last left off, they had absconded after after a heist and decided that they were going to go make off with a very, very rare, legendary, like, mythic-level item fun, and fun. try to hawk it somewhere. So they are leaving Amon... On the coast. We be setting oh. off sail on the Osmit Sea, Marty. Yeah. And nobody be getting out alive. Arr. We will see you it's tomorrow. It's a change of pace for underground, I'll tell you that. <laughs> we will see you tomorrow in Exandria. Yeah.